lost my calling, I'm always on the phone I was trying to tell the connect, I need another O They say death comes in freeze and that's my numero Scarface said you get the money and then you become powerful Off the cuff worldwide, baby Power, 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 power 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 Off the cuff worldwide, baby One day you go feel power That's when you're really gonna need power It don't really matter who's in power The stand with me people, that's power Who don't you gonna feel power? That's when you really gonna need power It don't really matter who's in power You stand with me people, black power Last time we recorded to now, it's been a mad one. Yeah, no, the energy's up, but like for a good one still. Like, yeah. Yeah, I'm not, I don't feel like we have to lift spirits because we've been such a downer. Man's out here throwing flipping slavers statues into the into the sea, into the local lock. Yeah, man. Yeah, come on, man. We move, yeah. man. <laughs> it had to be done, though. It had to be you, done. Whoever thought so? of doing that. Yeah. Um. Well, do you know what? Yeah, I wouldn't necessarily say that it had to be done, but seeing someone mind. who had the thought, I, I don't mind at all. Like seeing seeing someone that had the thought of like throwing these things into the water. Yeah, cool, mm. cool, and it kind of like makes people acknowledge who these people actual actually are. Because the Don that got, um, the statue that got thrown into the river in Bristol. Yeah. I didn't know who he was. Oh, you didn't know who he was? Fair play. Nah. That's that's good then. So it kind of, um, you kill two birds with, with one stone then, isn't it? You know? Yeah. And I'm seeing like um, the statue in Belgium of um, King Leopold being removed as well. That's but now like you. the government, but yeah, that's long overdue. And I think there's a lot of people that didn't know about his history and stuff. Mm. Because he killed black people. Um, why else, bruv? That's why. Yeah, he killed he killed millions of my people. So it wasn't acknowledged in the curriculum. All we knew was the stories of um, Hitler. Mm. And it's like... <sighs> yeah, we're never allowed to forget that. And we shouldn't because it was a disgusting like, atrocity. But at the same time, we can walk and chew gum at the very same time. So you're going to teach us about that. It's important. We definitely need to be aware of. Yeah, because like I'm thinking about it now, and I'm thinking he couldn't have been the only one that was mashing works out in these streets. Well, they made it seem like Hitler. Hitler, they were making it seem like he was the only one that was doing crud in in the history books. That was that was high level crud, (laughs) cuz high level, high level, high level. But Leopold Mm. was higher than that. Yeah, he killed more. He killed more people. You know, obviously because of. The brother, it is what it is, man. Like I don't want to. Um, I've actually been thinking about it all day. Like, do I really want to come on pod and just talk about race for, for the whole, however long we record? Oh for? yeah, no, no, no. Of course not. But do you know? Well, it's, 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 bro, um, it's in the air, bro. Listen, bro, it's fresh in these streets. If it was in Lagos, this is like an open sewer. You can't ignore it, bro. We can smell the sewer. It's open, bro. We need to address mm-hmm. it in it. So, um, I just found it like 
obviously it's good because for me, I'm kind of doing armchair spectator and it's here, sat in your house if you're not out protesting. Shouts out to all the um the protesters being out up and down different parts of the country making their voices heard and that. But if you're in, if you're indoors via social media at least anyway, you're kind of you're able to kind of gauge maybe a different perspective. So I'm sat there yeah. looking, I'm seeing cool people supporting. And then when that statue went down, I think it was still very much positive because from what I went to go and check out, the um, people of Bristol have been, there's there's a lot of people that have been campaigning about this issue for a long time, apparently. They've been wanting that statue right. to come down. And if I'm right. going to be really honest, you ain't going to cap. You know the kids say no cap. When the statue mm. come down, I saw bare white hands. I said, you know what? <laughs> it's, it's, it's not us. <laughs> Mm. it's not us bruv you know and it's good to see because brother like we we, we cry out for, for white allies I know some people don't but like uh, I, I like to see that at the end of the day innit yeah of course you know, because and it wasn't just the, uh, a black thing it was like we all disagree and it come down and like I like community spirit man people don't they call them like vandalizers unruly mob sometimes mash up the place man the will of the people hey, listen, prevail because uh, do you know what it is? Is because the thing is, is that like after speaking, yeah, mm. you just have enough. Like if your voices ain't heard, you got to you got to apply a different method. Who don't hear must feel. Do you know what I'm saying? Like that that <laughs> that saying is like uh, um, you got to wear that on your sleeve because you've been asking for it to come down for the longest you've been campaigning for it it hasn't been heard yeah. all right cool so we're out here we're taking it into our own hands the only thing that i didn't like is that yes it was a lot of white hands that were responsible for this but it's under the name of something black a black uh, okay so, I so how it's always going to get spun how it's always going to be spun is that look at all these blacks, look at what they're doing, blah, 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 vandalizing the community, this, that, and the other. But if you just read between the lines or just look on the news, look at the imagery, the photos, the videos, you can see like who was really, um, you know, not necessarily 100% behind it, but the majority were a lot of white hands out there, man. It's funny to see like all these white nationalists and supremacists trying to go into the water and bring it back up. <laughs> I'm like, you got to be severely lacking in some mad brain cells to think that you can bring it up out of water. Bro, on it's your not own. coming back, man. It's, that thing is in it's the water. Back, man. Yeah, it's like that. It, that um, it's like that diamond that um, the lady from Titanic dashed at the end. Do you remember when um? When um when Kim K when um was it Chris Humphreys dashed her into the water and um <laughs> and she's like my diamond earring my diamond earring <laughs> like once it's in the water it's gone babes man you have to let it go gone gone yeah. that thing's yeah. gone man yeah like I think the knock on effect with so there was a statue outside Canary Wharf um, yeah there's been a few other statues I've seen that they're preemptively already taken down I think because of what's happened. And now it could be me being sceptical, whatever, and being a bit of a pessimist. I don't feel they're taking them down because they necessarily agree with the sentiment of the protesters that weren't happy in Bristol. But I think they're yeah. aware that if they don't take them down and people do end up vandalizing, in inverted commas, um, those statues, it's then going to have the knock-on effect where, like you said, those white nationalists or supremacists or, you know, just the wash, the wash pub dunnies, um, pub dunnies, sorry, coming out, trying to guard statues and then you have 
a race war, you know. So you yeah, know, let's let's not even get that far. Let's take them off quickly. I guess we're already starting to see it. Yeah, man, like Tommy Robinson, he, put, he sent out the war cry. Yeah, man. <laughs> it's ridiculous. He said, he said, send those niggas to Valhalla. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? Yeah, like, I don't even want to see violence, but if it comes down to it, man, they're going to be in for a rude awakening. Yeah, I hope so. I, yeah, God forbid, listen, I know, like, we shouldn't laugh, yeah, but imagine, what I don't want to see is that one black Donny getting weighed in, yeah? <laughs> Because right now, it's not the time for us to be taking L's, bruv, you know? Especially on camera. Yeah, yeah. That's what, you know, it is. It's, I think it's kind of productive if you do engage. But like I said, I'm with you. I'm not going to be mad if I see it and I get it. Because at the end of the day, the protests for the most part have been peaceful. And even if they're not, the mood of the, of the nation for a lot of people that look like myself and yourself and some people that listen to this, and maybe some people that aren't, that aren't listening to this that don't look like us, they may still share the same sentiments. People are sick and tired of being sick and tired. And they've not been heard. So if you tried every other method and you're doing to us anyway, at least this way I can get some pent up frustration out. You're going to do to us what you've been doing to us anyway, but at least now you know exactly how I feel. There's no gray area. It's as clear as day. You can't act as if I oh, like you didn't do this. You're not with, we made our feelings very known. So if that's what the protests have been, and then now because of the, the whole um, defacing of um, the Ch- Churchill um, monument, you then want to ask for the uh, football lads to come out of hiding. If you're a but lad... Then, yeah if you're a lad and you're a man yeah <laughs> i'm like what the fuck are you saying what the fuck are you saying bruv because when it comes down to it yeah are you really out here in a field like that mr no, robinson? Tommy robinson Tommy robinson was crying on the wing fam he was on bruv, I, you know, i love the man then when they come out he's like all the jail man them he's like he was on voluntary bang up he was riding voluntary did you watch that program that he was in where he was locked up. I think, was like I know, the I know about about like, it, yeah. yeah, and he was like just bailing in, in his cell. Yeah, that's what the, that's what the footage is from, bro. He was he was on the ropes. Mm, it's mad, man. But do you know what it is? It is what it is, homie. It is what it is. <laughs> it's mad. Did you see the horse just <laughs> escaping? What sea biscuit? <laughs> <laughs> Someone said, someone said that horse ran down Old Kent Road. Yeah, I can't lie, bro. That horse definitely went Bagel King. When Old Kent come woolly. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm going to take my horse my down horse that Old Kent Road. <laughs> I'm a rat. <laughs> yeah, you're dumb, you know. <laughs> oh, hey, that horse just went mad. But I'm thinking like, I said, my first reaction was like, why would you bring horses to a peaceful protest? Yeah. And like, People's rebuttal was like, um, oh, yeah, but there's horses at, like, parades and stuff. And and I'm like, okay, so there may be horses at certain things and stuff like that, but they don't, they're not charging down the road mm. in, a, in a line, like, say, they're, they're going to do something, innit? They're usually just kicking back in the corners of the street just in case, innit? People take pictures of the horses and, and stuff like that. For. But we if you have... Um... Go on, sorry. If you're bringing horses like in that way, lined up like they're they're ready to, you know, fight the Battle of Hastings, like one of them is going to act up, and I feel like they knew that that was going to happen. I just and, I just think it's know, an it's an old method, bro. Like, I don't feel like in 2020 and the weather wasn't great. The type of service they're on, like deploying horses in that manner, and they weren't you weren't there, like you said, to just be peaceful for like kids to take photos in the middle of like. Uh, a racially, socially, politically charged protest, you were there to like intimidate and disperse the crowd. It's like horses are intimidating, bro. Don't ever get it twisted. Like, mm. stand next oh, to yeah, a horse. For sure. 
they're a beast of nature, bro. They're not. They're, they're not small things. But when they get scared, exactly. you know the public's in danger in it. And unfortunately, someone, um, you know, was a, on the receiving end of that horse. I mean, there was two people. One of them being a the police that crashed into the traffic light, but. I'm not really sympathising with that Donny, innit? Should have won your seatbelt, so man. Should have won your seatbelt. You've been all right, the, man. <laughs> it would have been, it, it was the random pedestrian that got hit yeah. as he, as that horse really took off and went Bagel King. <laughs> Heard there was a couple bust down APs at Bagel King. <laughs> yeah, so silly, bro. I was just seeing Lloyd's TSB <laughs> horse. I was seeing um, Sea Biscuit. I was seeing, this is the horse that, um, what's the, the young kid that sings Old Town Road? Um, Little Nas, Little Nas X. I, I heard that horse was um like was um Django's horse, you know, from the film and hey, that. Listen, and listen. Donny said, "Listen, I want to go back to to my master and that. I'm not on it." <laughs> <laughs> oh my days! I'm happy um, you got some comedic relief here, but like I said, I'm I'm not for that method of policing. At the end of the day, it. It's yeah. only going to have one outcome in it. And I know the way it got spun, I didn't like, because you know how the media is, you get the video in parts. It? So you see the video of the horse bolting um, mm. and you may see where some protesters are like, I saw someone like push a Santander bike, throwing bottles and stuff in the police's direction. But the actual reason why the horse bolted is because hit the traffic light, policemen come off and the, ho- the horse just flew down the road, didn't it? You've been antagonizing the people all day. So like, Bro, that's like it's you. You should even count yourself lucky that that was some people's response when they were protesting. Considering what you've done historically to the black people in this country for a long time, she kind of lucky start yeah. that you know that that was the the tip of the iceberg. It's 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 for me to me, bro. It's not that big a deal. You lot can take that on the chin. You take stuff on the chin, you know. So, but like my stance might come across harsh to some people. That just is what it is for me, you know. So yeah. Yeah. Have you um It'd I've been be having like chats that, in in like some of my mixed WhatsApp groups, innit? You know. I don't mind you know me, I don't I like a good argument, a good debate. So we're having some catch ups with some of the some of the lads um about their feelings like, around like Are you having arguments? No, not arguments, but like healthy debates. <laughs> right. Healthy. Are they like super patriotic, like you know, Churchill on the chest with the Churchill dog? Oh yes, yes, yes. Oh yes, 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 yes. yes, 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 yes. I mean, yes, yes. No, yes. No, not not that far. But they, there is a section of society. I feel like, like you know, the white Christian male feels like they're under attack, or they're not allowed to be patriotic so or be proud of about who they who they are in their heritage. So I think so some of the EDL sentiment. versus BDL. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think none of my lads are part of the EDO, but I'd be very worried, boy. I'd be very worried about, like, my <laughs> racist radar. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be very right now. I don't, it was, it was never that far, but it was, some of them felt that it was, like, what is it doing? Um, it's kind of messing up the the good work of the protest. It's now going to cause a race war. Like, one of my bridges, I feel like it's quite switched on, quite empathetic to what what's happening with, like, myself and people that look like me. And he's just like, is that the Donny that um, listens to us regularly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the Donnies that listen to us, and just and some some of the lads you met before in it. So, mm-hmm. shout out to the white listeners. <laughs> you know the vibes. <laughs> <laughs> Straight. <laughs> yeah. Um, back on point. Yeah. So he was just like, yeah, like seeing it play out with like he know he feels like he knows exactly what's gonna happen. You're gonna go and deface Churchill. 
not discounting what he's done, but to some people, and I do agree with this, um, he's a wartime hero. You know, I don't think you, you, I don't think you can negate that. But what I, the point I was making is he can be a wartime hero to some people, but to many other people, he's a nasty racist. You know, yeah, a vile, a vile human being, and there isn't a balance in regards to the conversation. Like I remember watching um, Good Morning Britain and um, Piers Morgan referencing, I think, a poll like. If there's ever a poll of like the greatest human beings that come from this nation, he will be in the top one or two, if that. Like he's always up there, you know. Like the way he's been idolized, the and war effort. Do you know what? Yeah, like, like this is my take. No, I feel like the reason behind um, the love and admiration um, of Winston Churchill to the English is because he's won something, and they ain't used to winning. <laughs> It's as simple as that. <laughs> I let the jokes fly, man. Hey, where's the soundboard, man? Bust a gunshot, man. <laughs> I'll put it in. But um, yeah, it's as simple as that for me because, like, because the English aren't used to winning like that. Yeah, yeah. He's won something, and they're forgetting everything else. It doesn't matter. He's won. He won the war. Yeah. And obviously it was at a time where like, you know, a lot of people's freedom was at risk. No, I don't think, so I don't think you can downplay that. Like having an adversary like Hitler was, was a mad thing. And to win the war for your, your people. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know. But then it doesn't mean that you should forget everything else. And I think that's where the arguments are stemmed from. Yeah. So like people that are just saying like, no one even mentions... When were when were noticed when were um were noting the fact that he was a racist this that and the other we're not speaking about his victories in war we're not yeah mm. but then that is everyone that's coming to his defense that is their rebuttal oh yeah but he won the war but that's not what we were talking about focus yeah I think that their uncomfortability comes from now they've got to maybe look deep in themselves and like. They've grown. You know, like you've been. It's almost like you've been sold a lie for so long. You don't want to let it go. I think that's where yeah. it comes from. It's like so. It, if this is our hero, and you're saying he's like this, no, 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 no. That's our hero. 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 He, you know, he great like speech speeches like galvanized the mood of the public. You know, maybe this happening and people expressing how they feel and like showing up because even I even sent some videos into the group chat and like some of the lads weren't aware of some of his atrocities and he's like, you know, I'll look more into this. Yeah. Maybe now people will understand why a lot of people that look, look like us aren't so keen to wear the poppy. Yeah. I think that's where it stems from. Cause even within that, look at historically how black soldiers were treated around that time period. You know, my man was still that's second That's why they class. see me with my black pin. I got my black you know, pin. Man. And, and that side of things isn't ever really high. So black and brown people help save the war effort, you know, and after that, if we if we lean into a bit more historically, what happened after World War Two? You begged the Windrush generation to come there and help you, and then I'm watching that program that aired on BBC a couple of nights ago, sitting in limbo, sitting in limbo, where you have Don Espinosa yeah. in what nineteen what fifty eight, nineteen like somewhere nine, early nineteen sixties, isn't it? You know, well, well, yeah, he said that um, you know he was he's been living this country for the past fifty years. Come on, brother, man, like. There's, there's living a line. Longer just than just the followed, follow the trail that I'm leaving, bro. Follow the trail, follow the trail, follow the trail. And you see mm. how this country's treated us. And then you start talking about like, 
where the wealth of this country has derived from if you're taking down slave owners, um, statues in Bristol and that. It then makes you realise, hold on, the, the, you've been lied to a little bit here, innit? And, yeah, and I think where we're bumping yeah. heads is man don't want to accept that truth because it now means I've got to look at our history differently. So I think that's where you're getting a bump in the heads. And then, you, then you're just going to get idiots that are, that are looking for an excuse. So you're just going to yeah. get morons that are just going to come out acting like they're patriotic. They're not really patriotic, but they want an excuse to to fight the blacks. You know, I think that's what yeah, some people are scared. Design, it? It's yeah, all by that's design. what it feels like. You've got Grenfell coming up, the anniversary this Sunday, I believe. On the 14th. Yeah. yeah, this Sunday. So, like, I don't want the momentum and the energy to be lost. But, like I said, I think we can walk and chew gum at the same time. You can snuff a racist en route to the march and still scream no justice, no peace, and still highlight how we feel in regards to Grenfell, and still ensure that, like, the powers that be over here in America are aware that people aren't going to take this thing lying down anymore. So, maybe we can, maybe all of it needs to happen. But it's easy for me to say because I'm not out there on the front lines. Because now the man them are like, yeah, we're riding out. Because man have been looking for an excuse, isn't it? The man have been harassed by <laughs> police. Donnie's that, you know, back in the Sunday League football and that, you've got them big dogs on the side of the pitch making you feel uncomfortable and that a certain, you know, certain certain man in Bermondsey and that. Now's your time to ride out on a racist. Man are chomping at the bit. Bro, and it's mad because I've been out here on the roads. What, you been out here? Everyone, <laughs> I'm just driving, isn't it? So I've been seeing... Um, any black person with a nice car right. have been stopped. Serious. And the thing is, is that like, you start to pay attention to these things because like, number one, I'm noticing way more police on the streets at the moment because there's not much to do. Like, <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? So now like, I'm starting to see like people being pulled over a lot and the the, the reoccurring pattern is a nice car and a black person in it. Mm. Every single person that I've seen stopped, yeah. And I've seen like, I could be driving like just one journey. I can see about four or five and they've all been black. Don't surprise me though. It's mad like, and it's like, I haven't seen it like that in one sitting before, but I don't know. That's, maybe me just paying more attention now, but it's just like, come on, man, let us be. Then I'm seeing tweets, you know, oh yeah, I'll stop today. Then I'm seeing like, you know, videos. It's just crazy, bruv. Yeah. A lot of it's coming out in the, in the wood, uh, from the woodwork. I'm seeing people like Ashley Inks cause the, um, I don't know what was the town where there was a small town where there was a protest. Um, and like the local lads come out and stood around the, the war memorial just to kind of antagonize or on, on their end, maybe protect. And now all their photos are coming out. Ashley Inks, um, yeah, he's just been on going on a gram mm. and putting everyone's pictures out. And that, yeah, man, I've got to do that from time to time. Yeah, straight, shame, why not? Like, like highlight it, you know, because like you're saying, you're seeing, you're feeling a certain energy over there from that police. Mm. And now this is happening, you know. Bring it all out so we can see what's going on. So, like, now show Britain its arsehole so they can really understand what's going on. And so it's it'll not hidden. To have like a, it'll be interesting to have, like, a candid, you know, conversation with a police officer. You want to do that? About, yeah, man. I think we should do that at some point. It doesn't have to be, like, you know, now, next week or whatever, blah, blah, blah. But, like, you know, yeah. 
Yeah, I got someone in mind, but he's new to the force. <laughs> I know exactly who you're talking about. And, he, and, he's new and, to the force. Do you know what? Shouts out to him because it won't be. It's, it's not been easy, man. And like you know, we've had conversations about it. So like you know, but it hasn't been in depth. He's just explained certain things. Oh, you spoke so, to him, yeah? But, yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, it's just. Mm. It's it's a little bit unfortunate, like um, especially during this time. Yeah, he's joined at a crazy time. He's joined at a crazy time, but crazy time. You know, a good guy, regardless. We'll just hey, see man. how um, whether it will change him or not. I don't want to corrupt him in it, you know, and ask my guy as well. So it is yeah. what it is. Wait, sorry. Um, did Nepo take your light, bro? If you look at see Vans right <laughs> now, man. Man just went into a shadow of darkness. All I could see was hair and a mic. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit, bruv. I've grown a little afro, man. My hair hasn't been this long in the in a in the longest. Bro, embrace it, man. Embrace the embrace the hair, man. Apparently, black men hate their hair. <laughs> we've, been, we've been having this conversation, man. I lie, man. I don't hear that, man. Even mm. if there's there's some validity, we're not doing that today. Ah, uh, twenty six minutes in though. Like we haven't even done the intro yet, man. I don't know who we are, man. Hashtag off the cuff pod. Come on. A good, honest conversation. Never hurt anyone. We are back. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Uh, the voice you're listening to is yes. false forever. Mr. Vans in the building. We are off the cuff podcast. I want to say thanks to everyone that's been uh, off the cuff world. messing Wild, with us throughout baby, lockdown. Baby. We, got, we got a lot of uh, love off last week's episode. I won't, I won't lie. One yep. the easiest thing to record. Um, I hope that we were yeah. able to uh, kind of express everyone's feelings what's been happening at the moment so but um yeah man, i'm happy to be back you know gonna uh, yes definitely get some some more faces on over the next couple of weeks bro i can't lie man we need to get in the studio bro <laughs> this, this video thing yeah it's getting long yeah do you know what yeah like as much as i'm enjoying recording from home and whatever blah 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 like but at the same time it's like rah, like i, I want to smell that studio bro i want to smell the boards yeah, yeah, we we need it, bro. Man, and and listen, social distancing is over. Boris said we you can lock like, and pam in peace now. So go forth, prosper, get your get your nut. You know. <laughs> Do you know what it is? Yeah, I'm gonna give you the exact statement that he he came out with. Yeah, well, that's I know you yeah you 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 ready, bro? I was listen. I was I read that and I was like, hmm, does anyone understand what he's actually saying? So Prime Minister Boris Johnson has announced single adult households in England will be able to form a support bubble with one other household from this weekend, meaning they will not have to observe social distancing rules. Man says support bubble. Support this dick of that support bubble. What's, what's... <laughs> from this weekend, single parents and single people can join a support bubble. <laughs> In other words, millions of people can now go to each other's houses and don't have to follow the two metres rule in England. But... You can only choose one other household and it doesn't apply to people who are shielding and refers to people in England. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. I saw saw this from um, someone, I think it was a reporter at the BBC, saying that it's a big deal for many people. Example, single grandparents who will be able to spend time with and hug their grandchildren for the first time in several months. Um, Bubble model, bubble model, could be expanded to include other household um, households as time goes on. 
and partners who don't live together who have only been able to see each other outside and have had to stay two metres apart. <sighs> Couples that don't live together have been pamming, yeah? If you haven't... <laughs> if you think that they haven't, yeah, then you've got to be naive. I'm sorry. Come on, man. There's been the people corona coochie. People are risking it for the... Quarantine mm. cock. I'm telling you, fam. Like, you think that people are going to be staying at home knowing that they've got a partner somewhere they're, they're not getting in the whip and going over there. Bro, I told you about my brother and um, his baby mum. They moved in. The minute they, they said lockdown was happening, she just said, yeah, we're coming over with the kids. I swear down, I'm moving in, invading the space. <laughs> Bro, he said to me, it's been the worst 12 weeks of his life. <laughs> so let's just get this, let, let's just get this straight, yeah? Yeah. He's not, they're not together. No, they're not together, but they've got like yeah, they go parenting, but they've got a decent relationship. And if that's spilling his beans too much, they've got a, they've got a good um understanding. Yeah, put it that right. way, innit? Yeah, so okay, they're so cool, another baby in a way in nine months. Yeah, uh, I mean, this, this baby, <laughs> if this baby comes along, it sounds like it's been you know been conceived through sheer frustration. So <laughs> it is what it is, isn't it? <laughs> but I think it's one of the ones where like they've like I said, they've got. They've, yeah, they got a good relationship and it's like, he is someone they ain't really got that. You know, the typical weekend dad, it's like, yeah, if he wants to come during a week, come and grab them type of thing or stay. Okay. That, 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 that type of, yeah, that type of setup, innit? So with that being said, it was like, listen, you've got more space at yours, blah, blah, blah. Let's do it this way, innit? And when, when he dropped to me, he's like, bruv, it was kind of like a bad up, like, yeah, we're coming, we're coming over and that. And I said to him, Not bro, even like, got- can we come over? That's your family, bro. What? 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 <laughs> what can you do? Niggas <laughs> <It makes> are <a> trash. <laughs> hey, man, look oh. after your, look after your family, bro. Can't can't be hey, out here in future, man. Look after the kids. Hey, nobody wins when the family with the, feuds. With the family feuds, man. Prophetic from Young Hover. Do you see? Um, we talk about some frivolous shit here. Remember when I was we were speaking a couple of weeks ago? Yeah. And I was trying to convince you to sign up for this opportunity to win this house. Uh, yeah. Was it Tram or Trap? Tram Pathway, I think it's called, was was the website, um, the gentleman on, on the internet. So it was basically, you enter, I think, like £2 raffle. I think you could buy, I don't know if you could buy as many tickets as you want, or I don't know what the common model the restrictions were, but I bought a few. And um, yeah, if you, it's obviously if you won, you won the house, mortgage free, stamp duty free, you literally won a 400 grand valued house somewhere in Mitcham, you know, and in the times we're living in are treacherous times, a lot of people are struggling to get on a property ladder. I was like, listen, I've been a good lad, you know, I've been, you know, I've been behaving myself. Surely man can get some luck. Surely. Sure. Brother, surely. Surely. If anyhow, you were to tell me that you had won that house, yeah. <laughs> Bruv. <laughs> you say you moving I in? I would have been there immediately. <laughs> I would have been there immediately. I would keep it apart. If if I'd won the house, yeah, I think I would have to keep it secret for a little bit because I wouldn't be able to believe it. Because mm. I, I never, like, you like, it would have been, been, been too win. much of a shock. Yeah, no, but I would have The thing it. is, yeah, nah, because you can't even keep that a secret because it was a public thing. So like, no, even when they I'd called the winner, it was public. Yeah, well, I would have told on it, listen, I'm going to keep it apart. Nah, these bro, are part like, of the terms. Of, <laughs> bro, <laughs> if, yeah, Man are giving you like a house here yeah, for some raffle tickets, bro. 
you abide by my terms and conditions. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I can't find up crazy? the homeowner. Are, are you crazy? <laughs> like, do you want this house or nah? No, 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 please, please, please. I want the house. Please, please, please. I want it. I want it. <laughs> I want it right now. I, want uh, it. I need do you know, it. Do you know what? Yeah. Like, I, when I saw that, yeah, I was like, rah, this is mad. But I didn't really pay too much attention to it. To, like, Did you not trust it? Is that why? Because at the time you were like, mm, nah, nah, you do that. You do <laughs> that. a bit. Yeah, that's a scam. Like, yeah, s- send in some guinea pigs, bruv. Maybe it's anti black when I saw black Tony doing it. <laughs> See, this, this is why we can't progress. So you saw a black man running it and you're like, you know what? It's done. Nah, do you know what? I f- no, I saw I, my first reaction. I was like, this is smart because, yeah, this could potentially like have a lot of people buying raffle tickets more than the value in terms of like value more than the cost of the house yeah no he was because smart because it was a win-win it. yeah because people are seeing it as like okay all it takes is a raffle ticket i can buy a couple raffle raffle tickets so if there's like more than four hundred thousand people yeah because it's gone viral if there's more than like maybe even two hundred thousand people yeah that i've seen that and i've bought five or ten raffle tickets each Bro, laughing. He's out laughing. of him. Yeah, he's laughing. You can, you can have the house. Let me do my good deed. Yeah, do you know what I'm saying? It's a very, but it's a very I never really deal. like. I never really like took much consideration into it to go out and get a raffle ticket. But if I did, bruv, despite how difficult for me it is to get to Mitchum, yeah, I'm taking that house. <laughs> If it means I've got to walk an hour to work, I need to get on the property. See, see what I mean? But capitalism has got us by the neck like this. <laughs> got man by the scruff. Let's not yeah. say neck. Ah, uh, cool. Yeah, just uh, just tough times right now. Now's not the tough them jokes. Nah, nah, the time. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like, um, Mitchum is like one of them places that I've always like struggled to get to, fam. I don't even know why. Yeah, it's just a weird, it's just a, it's an, it's an awkward part of South London, isn't it? And I think from what I was yeah. reading, and we'll get off this shortly, um, it was near like a, a cable tower, something like a bit of an eyesore, which is like, it was kind of making it hard to sell. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it was like, it was having its problems, isn't it? And this is a really good. There's going to be somewhere, word. somewhere. There's going to be every, someone, people somewhere. People This is London. More than, more yeah. than. Yeah. People on a roof over there. But Donnie was struggling to sell the house and in this current climate, this method, it's been used before. It's not a new method. It was sick. What made me laugh, and probably part of the reason why I brought it up was that you was you referenced it a little bit earlier. The lady that won the house didn't even sound surprised. And when her location came out of where she's where she's from, where she's based, <laughs> you know they say Listen. read the room. In what in with what was going on right now, yeah, I'll be honest, bro. I'm just keeping a bucket it. I would have looked through the names, yeah. I would have looked for the most ethnic name. I mean, F Nick, as in E F Nick. F, like Nick. Yeah. E F Nick. Nick, Nick. Yeah. Look for the most ethnic name, yeah. I would have said, I would have seen what? Tunde Baba Lola. I say, yeah, yeah, Tunde. You are a winner. You are a winner, bruv. I'll be honest, bro. You are a winner. You are a winner. You got to read the room, bro. Like, it turns out to be Rachel from Hampshire. <laughs> a shout out to Rachel for Hampshire. Apparently, she's pregnant. That might be the reason why she wasn't so like you know, like she wasn't jumping for joy and that. But the what the fam, yeah. 
Their hormones are an all-time high. What do you mean that's the reason why? No, bruv. Scream, innit? Scream. Practice. This is auditions for when you're in the labour room, innit? When you're in the delivery room. This is ah, audition. Scream, B. I was just like, trying to shoot us on innit? Yeah. People would say, I'm, listen, because Rachel from Hampshire has probably got a couple cribs. Straight. Because I know, say, yeah, if it was like your mum, your sister, your missus, if they were to receive that call, they are screaming, bruv. They might even drop their phone in surprise. Yeah, facts, facts, facts. I, me, I would have faded, I know bro, my mum would have Bro, my I would have collapsed. We would have collapsed together, bruv. <laughs> in, in unison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you know, you know them um, Pentecostal churches, yeah, where they where they just fall out, they the fake collapse and that. I would have caught the Holy Ghost, shabba the knife, fell quickly. All right, so like hypothetically speaking, yeah. Talk to let's me. say you want the house. Mm. What would be the first thing you do when you enter that house? I have to christen the crib still. This is what I was expecting. What was the long pause about? I go to my We don't even have to go that far. Just find a just cheeky work surface and that quickly, man. Quickly, nah. babes. Quick, quickly before the viewing start and that quickly, bro. Because essentially, you bought that house for free, so all over the house, isn't it? It's a must. Mm. Gratitude is a must, as Coffee said, fam. Yeah, no, yeah. gratitude is my attitude, most definitely. And man's definitely going to slam on the kitchen on the kitchen counter and that. But once I've got that out of the way and then PNC kicks in, I'm like, okay, cool. My business spread is on. I'd then be looking mm. to to possibly rent. But I can't pretend like I'm the most uh, economically savvy person and that. A bit of me may want to move mm. in there, but like where I'm at the minute is comfortable and that's probably too far. I would probably like, listen. Real estate and that. You know, everybody, everybody's on... Foxton's. <laughs> Listen, you lot don't know what you're talking about, man. I have a run it out. People saying you should remortgage. But I probably would just run it out and, and start enjoying the, the ready straight away from from the um, from renting. Because this is London. There's a lot of money to be made in it, so... There is, man. Um, but um, I didn't know that this was done before like you said it's not a new concept no it's not. um i didn't really read into it so i just saw it as some sort of viral sensation and it worked out for the the young man or the young couple i think was it a couple yeah come on bro you see you see don't even have like that of course you got a babes okay so yeah. yeah man it worked out in his favor and he's probably gonna go off and do bigger and better things man no, it's dope. I, I like to see people. I like to see people win it. So, and if you can find uh, via the internet uh, a nice way to to navigate tough times and install sell your crib, then by all means, I'm all for it, man. You do what you need to I do. I mean, he just should have read the room a little bit, though. <laughs> yeah, no, we're on to you, though, my brother. We're on to you still. If anybody knows this we're guy directly, you, that, like, listen, it would have been nice if you know. One of the twin days would have won the crib and that. It would have been nice. And I one know the, one of the brothers I, them. I respect your, you know, your authenticity for being true to raffle rules. You picked, you know, without bias. But nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the bias, bruv? I need Fam. some bias in my life, my brother. I need some bias. You know when like Don's like you know when like dons are by the book, 
You have to respect the man book. though, because at least you know they're straight legs, they're one way in it. So cool. Mm. It is what it is, man. But yeah, that's that's one of the the few little things you won't care about too much in a week's time. I I am, um, brother. I didn't even tell you I was in the hospital, bro. Over over the uh, over the last weekend and that. Ah, uh, no, nah, I, I think you did actually. I told you, you yeah. Spoke. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, I think it was on Thursday. Yeah, mashed up the foot. It's like hospital. Obviously, what's going on right now with Corona? Yeah, the last place I've been wanting to go is the hospital. So I woke up in the morning, toes swollen. I was thinking, right, like, what? Like, who did I do wrong? Because, like, I ain't, this ain't a sport injury. The, was it like, pulsating? Yeah, it was throbbing. Yeah, it was still. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> bro, it was swollen. It was, it was, it was so, I couldn't, bro, if you lose your toe, yeah, you, you can't do anything. Like, you can't, you can't walk. I couldn't stand, bro. Like I, I lost all my balance, equilibrium. I was, I was all over the gaff, so I was, I was just stumbling Sweet around. Like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, you know what? Mrs. convinced me to go to Asda. And I listen, if you go, I said, listen, if you go to Asda, I'm getting the trolley like the old Doris's, and I'm sitting in the thing, I'm, and it's gonna push me around the whole of Asda. I did my shopping in them little like wheelchair cart things. Did my whole shopping. Come home. We've had food. Oh, you're like, screw, 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 and a mobility yeah, scooter. Yeah, screw, screw, screw. You know, screw, screw. I was people. Excuse me. I need to get to the 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 peel plum tomatoes and that. Excuse me. You're in the way. Mm. I'm trying to get to the to the Maggie. Excuse me. You're in the way. Yeah. Did my whole shopping. Come home now. Cut long story short. Like, no, nah, this is too much. Gone A and E. They won't let her in. So then, I've gone past a certain point. Checked in, but it's like you're like ghost town. Signs everywhere about social distancing, sit certain feet yeah. apart, certain meetings apart. Um, giving my name now. Every 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 time I give my name, they're like spell it out phonetically. I'm like, brother, this is the UK. We're meant to be multicultural. How hard is it to spell my name? Like, have you not heard this type of name before? It's not difficult. Cool, sit mm. down now. I'm already vexed. But luckily for me, a Nigerian nurse come out, she called my name authentically. Like in in, in a with, way that it needs to be yeah yeah said. with base with respect like I felt yeah I felt with honored him. yeah 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 mm. I felt like I felt like the man I said even for a split second my toes started working I bopped <laughs> he bopped did it bopped straight to the nurse yeah, yeah yeah straight through man she just come come with me young man and that then she just yeah we need to take blood I said yay took all my blood and I said tell him what they're gonna check for because I thought it was broken a broken toe I was like listen if I got broken toe I'm mm. finished bruv. Gonna did give they have to blood. like drain the fluid and that? No, I didn't. Luckily, didn't do that. Gave gave blood, tested me for just all the um, all the necessary things. Initially, the doctor scared me. Was like, "Yeah, this might be gout." I said, "I said, brother, like, what, what do you mean gout? That's an old man, like mm. gout." I said, "No, no, no. You sure it's not broken?" He said, "Yeah, it might be gout." So that scared me. Gone and done the X rays. Luckily, nothing's broken. But yeah, it was just dope because I've gone through and like she's dealt. You know, someone deals with you properly. I was like, yeah, this is why we need more of us in here, man. You don't need to appreciate these a lot more. Like, pay mm. them the, the right piece because I don't even want to be here right now. Corona's kicking our ass, yeah. And I can't lie to you, it just felt so off in there. Like, even staff are, like, not too close to each other. No one's even acknowledging each other. You know, like, sometimes you go in hospitals and, like, you know, at least, like, you nod to someone. You know, like, you catch eye contact. Nothing. Everyone's looking yeah. straight ahead as if you can catch coronavirus eye contact, man. I'm not looking at no one. Coronavirus. <laughs> it was real in there, bro. It was real. 
boy, I don't know, man. Like, um, obviously, um, you're okay now, right? Yeah, man. You didn't even know to go in your mouth. Like, um, is this this nigga all right? <laughs> you're all right, though, right? Yeah, I've been delivered, didn't it? I've been delivered. That's I'm good. Save now. Like, yeah, all, the toe's fine. All, all, all praise be to Allah. Yeah. But yeah, like because I I was at the hospital a month ago, yeah. And I was looking at the scope, like whilst I was in there, and how things were done, and you know how things were, what the atmosphere was like, basically. Mm. And I was just like, mm, this just feels like a a weird place to be right now, bro. You know I what I mean? Like so a just when weird I was in place. There. Like a lot of people are just like so weary, and I'm in there gloved up, masked up. <laughs> All of the sort, like I'm using like hand sanitizers on the gloves. I'm thinking, yo, like if I catch something whilst in here, I'm suing, bruv. <laughs> but you never, like once you're out of your house, you never know where you're going to catch it in it. True. If you do catch it, do you know what I'm saying? God forbid. But um, it's just, it just emphasized for me, like how scary the times were especially at the time where there was like no ease of lockdown or anything like that. It was just, it just seemed like, wow. Like what we're going yeah, through is mad real. Yeah. You went there in the, in the thick of, it. I think obviously when I went, it was only last week. So it's now a mm. bit more relaxed. It did make me feel that when yeah. I left yeah, that bro, sometimes man can't live in fear, you know, sometimes fear is good. Having fear is good because it keeps your wits about you. But sometimes it's like, brother, this thing is crippling. Man, can't, what, what will be, will be. We'll throw out all the cliche statements. But I just can't live in fear. Like, the mm. room's going to clap, man. It's going to clap, man. At this point. Yeah. 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 You're right. You're right. But listen, man. Um, We just have to give thanks. You're okay. Mm. You're back at home. <laughs> Someone's about to come into the crib. <laughs> I, think, I think that's a food delivery. I don't know if they heard that's a food delivery. Hey, we ain't cooking this evening. Once you finish recording, I'm going to eat. Oh, Man that Uber Eats, yeah. Bread the, the alone, yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, I've been cook- cooking. I'm, I'm, I'm tired. Hmm? No, nah, the, the cooking thing's long, bro. I've been in the house. You want me to cook three square meals yeah, a day? Every, yeah, every day is a bit mad still. I'm on a um, current meal plan. Oh, you're on a slim thing? I don't know if people... Are- People that have been following me have been like seeing some real good salads on my snaps and my, my Insta stories because <clears throat> I'm trying to I'm trying to get back B. Ah, cool. Vans 2.0. Elle Velvet. Be back, Skin looking clean. Hey, listen, we'll, we'll come out post-corona. Boris said you can do what you want now, isn't it? So, <laughs> ladies. I'm hearing like bars are open. Like, I'm hearing bars and restaurants are opening from like July the 5th or something like that. July 4th. Yeah, and no, I'm all right. So I can drink in my house. I'm all right. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, for real. For yeah, real. That, that, if I'm anything, right. I'll come round, didn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, 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 that we can do because I haven't seen you in ages. That we can definitely do. You know, um, we were Trust. speaking at the start, um, obviously, about what's happening at the moment, yeah? Someone asked me, Taylor, in the last week, what have my work done or what's been my work's response with regards right. to Black Lives Matter, the protests, and just like, you know, like a statement from work. And I was like, mm. nothing. I heard a peep. Have you had any 
communications from work? Yes, I have actually. Um, my CEO um, acknowledged it and sent okay. out a, um, a a long email, quite an extensive email. Um, and I was impressed by it. Okay. I was impressed by it. Um, and I work for an American company, so it would have been even more disappointing if it wasn't acknowledged. Ah, okay. So they can't ignore that living in a room over there. Exactly. So, um, it was just one of those things where I was like, okay, we need to, because I think it took a few days for anything to come out and I'm like, all right, cool. I know that they're trying to formulate um, the right response with the right things to say and how to tackle the situation. My disappointment came from the European division um, and the leadership team. No acknowledgement from, from them at all. And within our leadership team, there there are two members that are BAME of the BAME community. Are they of the BAME community without the B? Yeah. Okay, cool. AIM. I know where they're from. <laughs> you ain't gonna <Yeah>. say. <laughs> and this is like it was it was difficult for me to internalize because I'm thinking, okay, I guess they thought that because it's been channeled or acknowledged by the CEO and how she's constructed her email and it was it was sort of like a, a letter to us all about what we need to do and this that and the other and her responsibility which like I said I acknowledged it and and I praised that but it was just like okay like what about the rest of us because in my office there's only three black people and that's including myself. So excluding me from that, there's two others. And everyone else is pretty much white, right? I'm thinking like, when you see um, a lot of the protests that's going on on a global scale, it's because a lot of people are triggered. A lot of black people are triggered, yeah? So why wouldn't you make the conscious effort to reach out to the free people that you know that may be directly affected by this? Okay, that's what you mean. That was my thought. Because at the end of the day, like you want to make sure that the well-being of your employees are in in the right s- space. Yeah, it needs to be the we're right fighting two battles here. Yeah. We're, 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 in two, we're in two battles here, yeah? With the coronavirus, we are three or four times more likely to contract the virus and be affected by it and we are fighting a battle of social injustice. So me, just me like uh, tapping into a neutral mind, that's a lot to take on mentally, isn't it? Or emotionally. So in my head, I thought, hmm, should I formulate this long email um, highlighting my disdain at this? But then I'm like, if I do that, would the other Donnie's back my corner? Mm, I hear you. I hear you. Because I know that if I, I go into this alone, like sometimes you can be made to seem as though you're the mad one, even though you know that you're not mad. And I'm not sure if I've got it in me 
to to do all that. I'd just say in those situations, go with your gut, bro. Like, speak to them, innit? If you got, if there's only a couple of you, you know, it's like in 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 office spaces when there's only a few of us, we do gravitate towards each other. I know some places it's not always like that, but for the most part, where I've worked, when there's, I've worked in places where there's probably too many of us. <laughs> I've worked yeah. in places where there's not been a lot of us, and we may not overtly do it in the office, but like we have our community, we we talk in it. So if, if there's mm. enough of a rapport there, have the chat and just say, you know what, I'm feeling to send this. I'm going to send it. What do you lot think? You know, because you said so you, do, you don't want to go in there as a one-man band, innit? You know? Yeah, yeah, exactly so, that, man. So it's just one of those things that I've been thinking about heavily. And like last week I lost an uncle. So it was just like a peace. lot of things were, rest in peace, man. Um, So a lot of things were weighing heavy on me, innit? So I just didn't know how to, handle it in in a way that i would be proud of <laughs> because like i want to go out all guns blazing. i want to go out all guns blazing but i also want to be able to articulate what i'm saying or what right. i'm feeling sorry right so um i've left it but i haven't forgotten do you know what i'm saying and yeah one of one of the members of the leadership team i've got a great relationship with so at one at some point i'm gonna have that conversation. It's going to be uncomfortable or tough, but it has to be had. Yeah, we do you know is we we have to have them because especially people like, like ourselves have these conversations on here, and like I never want to come across preachy. But if man are telling people what we feel they should be doing, when we point those pointing that finger, a lot more fingers are pointing back at us. So I'd say definitely do it. Yeah. Um, I asked you yeah. what they done. Like my workplace, absolutely nothing, zero, no communication, zilch. no management. Yeah, zilch every day as normal. I think one of my colleagues said something in one of our like group chat communications, but I didn't really want to have um, any political debate at the time. Um, but It's difficult thinking, to... Do I want them to do anything? Because cause my, yeah. like my, my stance initially is they're going to get it wrong anyway. So that's one going to upset me. Yeah. And then we have to do the yeah. cleanup process. Um, are they generally going to understand? Are they doing it because they care? Or because of like, you know, there's been a lot of social media pressure where people are calling out influencers, calling out companies. So like, we keep saying, read the room, read the room. You know, you don't lose much financially, I believe anyway, by being on the right side of history with this. So like, I've seen a lot of companies put out communications, statements, posts, whatever, which on a surface kind of appeases the loud minority or majority online and keeps them happy. But someone like myself, I'm like, cool, now you've acknowledged, what do you do next? So yeah, in a, in a weird way, I kind of respect the silence. In a in a in a, in a really weird way, I'm like, I I know where I stand with everybody in it. That's how I see it because you can't say no, like, no, you no. don't know what's going on. Yeah, I'm a UK I, based in it. So yeah, like um, and you know what? I'm with you on that stance because like sometimes it's like. sometimes getting people to understand something that they don't feel is a task in itself and it's exhausting. I don't want to be going on some verbal treadmill with these people. What's a verbal treadmill? You know what you saying? Incline. <laughs> Incline. Mad. <laughs> Bro, like, it's, do you know how, like, because you're walking and you're not going nowhere. Oh, but there's man's in Ned Flanders on the treadmill. I would lose it. I'm like this. <laughs> yeah exactly 
I don't want to hear your rebuttals because your rebuttal just indicates to me that you're not taking in what I'm saying. Do you know what it is? Yeah? Is that also, and also, is that most likely, but I definitely feel there's an element of like, some people just don't get it. And no, this, this some is how people just don't get Okay, cool. That's the third thing. Then maybe, maybe there's a multiple choice. Maybe there's a few more options than that I'm stating. So maybe they just don't yeah, care, very, bro. And the thing is, it. is that like when when I saw this email, I was like, "This is cool," but I know that sixty percent of the entire company, yeah, and I'm talking the everyone in the states, everyone right. in London. Everyone in Prague, Singapore, everywhere that we're based, yeah. 60% of the entire company are going to look at this like, hmm, meh. That's I care about this. So it is though, but you're not going to, doing that though, you're going to, you're going to bang ahead against a brick wall because, bro, it's, it's in the scriptures. Everybody's going to make it to promised land. Everybody ain't yeah. going to get it. We're just trying to get those people that do understand to then relay that message back, you know? So there's a couple of different methods where like, you do kind of use the social media bullying tactics by adding companies. But then, like I was saying earlier, it can be counterproductive because if they just give, they, they give you what you ask for because you did ask for a statement and some companies are going to feel like they've given a statement, they've gone with a social media trend, but not much has changed. If they're not changing the boardroom, if their process with like human, with HR isn't updated, if um, black women are still facing certain discriminations in the workplace, all the microaggressions, all the list of things that we go through in the corporate space and many other professions, yeah. if nothing changes then, then really we lost and they won in regards to the social media campaigns because they gave us what we needed at the time. People then kind of get lulled into a full sense of security. So like when things go back to normal and we start spending money again, they'll be like, oh yeah, I remember, um, I won't say a company, but I remember such and such company putting out a statement yeah i'm gonna spend money with them but you ain't really yeah. done more digging to find out what their how diverse is their company what are yeah. their what is their history in regards to the treatments of their black employees you know so they win so all they're doing really yeah. is making sure that they're on the right side of history now and the knock-on effect will probably be that if they do enough or seen as doing enough they're gonna earn money off it in the long run and that's what yeah, worries and- me yeah, yeah, and exactly. And I was giving props to Ben and Jerry's, for example. Right. Because whilst all the other companies were giving you, like, you know, the PC um, statements and stuff, they went straight for the <laughs> they went straight for the head. What did they do? I, did, I, did, I missed that. What did they do? So this was in the wake of the murder of George Floyd, right? Right. So... A lot of people uh, or a lot of companies were saying, you know, we stand. I think the PC thing to do was to say, oh, yeah, we stand with the movement. And and that was that, yeah. They tweeted, the murder of George Floyd was the result of inhumane police brutality that is perpetuated by a culture of white supremacy. So they went straight for the nuts, which is like, they said a couple more things, like, which I don't have at a minute, but... They basically said, nah, fuck all what you lot are saying. Let's get to the crux of why this has happened. All right. And a lot of companies aren't going to say the words white supremacy. They're not. Yeah, no, just use, use the right verbiage. Make sure you use the right terminology. But my thing is, okay, cool. Once you do acknowledge it, that means you know what I'll go on. 
Yeah. So like just just like you were saying, like, you know, without much digging, like I don't know their employment history or like, you know, things of that nature that I can look into to see if they offered some sort of equality like within their within their organization. So it's all about like, you know, doing a digging and I'm probably not going to be the person to do that. There's going to be someone that's going to do that. And I just read up on it because there are a lot of people. And, uh, <laughs> it's true though. Fu- you're a fucking go hanger. Man said, you know what? Yeah, you, you do the work here. Yeah, and then I'll just Felipe show Zaghi, fam. Man's the, Zaghi, the post, you go hanger. Yeah, straight, straight. But the thing is, is that like, we're not going to be able to research every single company in it. There's going to be someone that's going to have invested interest into a particular company. It will be, be a current employee. employee. Yeah, exactly. Come out and say, well, they will let us know. So I do hear you. It will, be, it will probably be that. It will be ex-employee, current employee, and be like, nah, listen, fuck what they're saying. This is what they're really on. Or, yeah, they're actually about what they're talking about. This is my experience at your place of work. So, yeah, now to speak up, you're, even with what you're saying and what I'm saying about our experiences, bro, send that email, have that conversation with senior management whether it's uncomfortable or not, we need to because there's people that weren't silent and did what they need to do for us. So man can't be silent for the next generation. So, you know. Yeah. I was speaking to some friends like, and they were telling me about their, their past week at work. And some of them have been like, sort of in a way forced to kind of discuss this. I ain't talking about nothing, bro. I ain't talking about, me, if I don't want to talk about nothing. One of my boys was like, um, he had to give an example the job that he has on the way to his interview, he was stopped by police. Jesus Christ. And he was like, (laughs) he got white tears immediately. And a lot of like heart pour outpouring messages to him to say that they're sorry that this happened to him. But prior to this, you lot were oblivious to the fact that this is our reality. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like it's mad. It's yeah, mad, it's, and it, it takes for me. something like this to happen, yeah. For you to then want to now want to know what we go through on a daily basis, just because we are man. Man's wearing a suit to the fucking interview. And but you even still that, get that, that shouldn't matter, though, Vans. That, that ties into that respectability bullshit, bro. I could be wearing a tracksuit, Gucci sliders, ski goggles, and a pouch. Give you the stereotypical. What am I doing? One of my donnies is a bus driver, yeah? Mm. And he said he got pulled over the other day. What, was he in uniform? Yes. <laughs> man's not going to be in... Man's not going to be in his own garments driving the bus, bro. I thought he was on gang. I thought he was, he was on the bus in the... In the, <laughs> the Benjart tracksuit. Nah, he had his... Nah, he... <laughs> He had his uniform on. He had like it was late at night. It was like two a.m. He was on his way back to to the station, innit? it? Okay, so what did they pull the bus over, or he was in his like? I'm trying to understand you here. So he was actually driving the bus back to the station, and they pulled Donny over. Yeah, I think he had his hood on though, but he was driving a bus, and um, they pulled him over. What a and it was saying, can't even drive a bus. Suspicious, and. Bruv, a bus is not something you could just break into and joyride, bruv. What's wrong with these officers? Yeah, what's wrong weird. with these men? That's a weird one still. Donnie said, I don't like the way he's driving, man. And the thing is, is that he was like, he then later came to find out that he was probably like the fifth person in the last couple of months 
that that's happened to. Oh, so that he like in terms of bus drivers that within, a, within the bus driving community, yeah. Bruh. I was at Ra, and I would never think of a bus driver like driving a bus being pulled over whilst driving a bus. What's the what's the usual line? Oh yeah, there's a lot of drug dealers in the area that are driving cars like this. <laughs> There's a lot of drug dealers in the area driving uh, the 38 bus. Driving <laughs> bus, the 12 like bus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, bro, see yeah, something, before, say something. Because I would, I, if someone caught a drug vans, I wouldn't believe the story. I swear I'd be like, you're chatting shit. We caught, um, we caught a drug dealer driving a 453. <laughs> There's a lot of drug dealers in Deptford. <laughs> When they're driving the free bus as well, you know. Yeah, definitely. It's definitely ridiculous, bro. That, that's crazy. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous, man. So, like, this, this is just an indication of what goes on, bruv. Like, you can be yeah. doing your job and it's not good enough. It still warrants a check for these people. Yeah, no, it's, 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 it's hilarious times, man. Um, whilst we're having this chat, though, obviously the, the, the stuff that's very in our face that we can, like latch on to and be like, yeah, this is happening, that's happening. I think it's now permitting a bit further. So I see, what's the comedian's name? Keith Lemon. Mm. We did obviously, um, what was his, was it, was your Bo Selector back in the day? Bo Selector. Mm. Yeah. So infamous Craig Even the David. name of that program. Yeah. yeah Even right. the name of that program. Did a Craig David character. I see him do Trisha Goddard, Mel B. Someone else what I'm missing. Um, he actually had to come out and apologize because where when I kind of like you know like doing the digital receipts like hold on, people are coming out and saying X Y and Z saying they support certain movements. What was your behavior like in the past? What was you on? I kind of wanted to get your thoughts and feelings on like one comedians apologizing for old jokes or old material. Two is this the right method to kind of go down and. I just yeah, give me give me your thoughts on. I don't know if you've seen a video in that, but on Donny apologizing for old content. Um, I haven't seen a video of him apologizing. Um, I'm not sure if so. Yes, he was. Do you remember the characters? Like, remember them? Yes. No, I only remember Craig David's character because of the knock on effect that it had. Yeah. So Craig David. He was he was he was calling it out for for ages, and obviously, like our a lot of our naive or maybe maybe naive is unfair, just like our young minds were just found it hilarious. Like not me per se, because like I never watched Bo Selector like that. Do you know what I'm saying? But I never understood why. Number one, I never understood at the time. I never understood why Craig David let it get to him so much just based off how successful he was at the time. Brother, if Donnie's are stopping you in the street saying Craig David, bro, you're going to lose your head. But then, but then, but then when I started to understand that, like the perception of Craig David had changed because of the caricature of Craig David due to Bo Selector, that's when I was like, all right, cool. You're fucking my paper up. Because now, if I'm an artist, yeah, I want to be taken seriously. If I'm just a, a human being, I don't want to be 
like taking a mick out of by this white Donny from like the Midlands. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? And it fucked up his bag because people no longer started to look at him for his music. They started to view him in um, the image of something that is not me. Yeah, and at least if I'm if we're gonna run jokes, at least let me be kind of in control of the narrative, isn't it? Someone else did it to me. Yeah, bruv. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. do you know what I'm saying? But like, if he wouldn't have got away with it with certain man, because Donny would have got visited. I don't think so, bro. Not a mainstream, mainstream, a mainstream comic on TV like that. I don't think someone like I don't think someone like Gigs would have had it. A mainstream, no, a mainstream comic, yeah, that is happening. He's not doing nothing. I'll be, I'll be honest with you. I don't see him doing anything to, to like, nah. Not necessarily like um, doing anything physically to him. Yeah. But definitely would have had words. Pleasure. Whereas, ah, cool, fair, maybe. You definitely right. would have had words. Maybe. Whereas like, Craig David was probably just cried in his like five million pound mansion in Highgate. So what are you saying in, in not so many words that like Craig David was pussy? Is that what you're saying, Vans? <laughs> Nah, he was just, um, I think he was just upset and he channeled his like displeasure in a way where, you know, it was, it didn't stop what was happening. I've because seen... sometimes like, all it takes is for you to assert your power in, in, in a different way and be like, in America, certain dons would have got sued, defamation of character. But what, what, what am I That's doing? Sued, right? Mm-hmm. I don't, there's nothing to just they, they, I don't think I don't know how that works though maybe I don't know the law enough but there there was no character defamation there from like re, like he's not saying you said this or claim you've done this I've just used your likeness in a show essentially because at the end of the day yeah, even though I feel like it probably but I'm saying but I'm, but I'm saying things I'm saying things on a show as Craig David yeah but it'd have to be incorrect things well, well, that this is what it is. It's like you're 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 playing me in uh in a way where it like if you're if you're portraying me a certain way and it's taking me away from my core audience, yeah, then I I believe you have got a case. I right, we'll look into it, bro. I, I can't laugh. I'm a judge. I'm throwing it out, bro. I'm throwing you out. I'm throwing the case out. I'm throwing, I'm throwing the lawyer. I'm throwing everybody out, bro. Bro, I'm I'm gonna come to you with like bare facts. Ever since the the rise of Bo Selector and the because like it's almost as if yeah, and people could correct me if I'm wrong. It's almost as if the memory of Craig David became more prevalent on Bo Selector than Craig David as an artist. That's that's fair. I can't I can't deny that. But I think what would have been equalizer at the time if Donnie was releasing good music then you're undeniable essentially. I think if you're on a if you're on a period where like your best days are behind you, the music you're releasing this time isn't really hitting, you you know how we laugh or maybe it the... fell off. Mm. If you're going through that phase, you're 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 easy it's easier to make you a punchline or make you yeah, make punchlines about you. I feel like I don't want to get lost because the reason I brought it up was that he wasn't apologizing. I know he's actually apologized to um Craig David in the past just for how it made him feel and like the damage his career. But the reason why the apology was brought up because like the common denominator was like he was making these characters, these caricatures of famous black people and the jokes were at their expense. So was there like a racial undertone at the time? That's kind of what I brought up just to kind of tie in the conversation we have in regards to Black Lives Matter and what's happening in the moment and like holding people accountable. Well, what, one of my followers on Twitter um, writes for, she's a writer, she writes for various different publications and she wrote a, um, a piece on 
this um on this matter right. um on the metro for the metro all right cool um, good to me the heading is if lee francis expects forgiveness after years of causing offense he needs to read the room this is um written by shakina johnson um let me just give you a, a piece of what she was saying I'll give you a few pieces. When I woke up yesterday morning, I was in somewhat of a good mood. Enough of a good spirit to not think that at some point during my day, I would be gathering Lee Francis, otherwise known as Keith Lemon, David Walliams and Matt Lucas for a good old read and roast. Oh, oh, she's got David Walliams and Matt Lucas in this. After what can only be described as one hell of a week, from the unlawful killing of George Floyd to the many protests and marches around the world in support of Black Lives Matter, I've honestly felt like I've maxed out all my emotions. Then I saw a social media post that took me to a new place of anger and annoyance that I really didn't want to be at. Comedian, and I use that word lightly, Lee Francis issued an apology on his Instagram regarding the offensive characters he chose to inaccurately portray from 2002 to 2009. So I'm going to stop here on this television sketch show, Bo Selector. 2002 was a year after the release of Craig David's multi-successful Born to Do It. So mm. you're telling me that after that, he didn't have no success. He definitely did. Right. So maybe it didn't affect his career that much then. So 2002 to 2009, that is um, a seven-year run. <laughs> <laughs> Mocking black British celebrities like Craig David, Trisha Goddard and Mel B for supposed bants. Lee Francis decided that right now is the perfect time to rid himself of his white guilt, open his iPhone and give the world the iOS PR press statement that no one asked for. So he did this off his own accord. Right. In a one minute video, he says the following, I portrayed many black people back then. I didn't think anything about it. People didn't say anything. I'm not going to blame other people. I've been talking to some people and I didn't realize how offensive it how offensive it was back then. And I just want to apologize and say sorry for any upset I caused. Hmm. What do you think of that statement? Uh, you know, that's the, the PR publicist statement, because I, I don't know if where, what the drive was to make him apologize. Really? Maybe I need to dig a little deeper. I think it, it's, I, it's cool. You're apologizing. Why are you apologizing? Do you understand what was wrong? Are we all in agreement that we didn't like it, we didn't enjoy it at the time or just in hindsight? Is it like, you know, like those minstrel shows where like you're mocking black people. Like, why is it black people are the butt of your jokes? Like if your smoke is smoky and it's for everybody, then for me, dish it out accordingly, innit? Like let everybody be on the tail end of like your type of sketch comedy, innit? Well, in this, in, in this article, she called out um, David Williams, Matt Lucas and Jimmy Fallon. But there's a piece where she says, when Craig David vocally expressed his upset about Lee's impersonation of him and his issues with it back in 2007 to the Sunday Times, he confessed, the whole Bo Selector thing was killing me for a while. Inside, it was absolutely pissing me off and hurtful beyond belief. There were times when I thought, I just want to knock this guy out. He never received a public apology from Lee about the way it affected him. Hmm. Boy. I don't know. I don't know if it was, maybe I need to look into this a bit better, but it just seemed as though like, okay, like you're, despite the fact that 
he was impersonating a lot of characters. I think he was pro- probably most well known for his portrayal of Craig David. Yeah, definitely. I remember. I, I remember Craig David as the as the biggest one, but I do definitely remember him Mel B. And that to me, that the the Mel B. ones weren't funny. Yeah. So, for to a lot of people, people could say that he's been profiting off, um, you know, black culture. You know, um, that could be a fair so argument. It, it was just, it's there. Yeah. So. Yeah, man. So, like, there's a lot of people that can come out and say, you know, like that. But what if we laughed at the, the time? What if we What if we laughed at the time? Because Little Britain was smoky for everybody. But when you look at it now, bro, like, definitely black faced. Like, those they smoke yeah, yeah. everybody on there. But yeah, I think that's even been removed from from the network. David Williams and Matt, in an article, David Williams and Matt Lucas are known for their classic liberal racist portrayals of black men and women in sketch shows, and their frequent use of blackface has been well discussed. In Little Britain, Desiree Devere was a loud, obese woman who frequently appeared naked with a ghetto mentality. In Come Fly With Me, Precious Little was a lazy, stupid Jamaican woman in her fifth woman in her fifties who professes to be a devout Christian, deliberately causing problems while shouting, Praise the Lord. Lucas has offered an apology of sorts, telling a big issue in 2017 that his views had evolved and that in hindsight he wouldn't have played black characters. Why David Wallace Hey, Donny Donny didn't lose out though, because Donny was out there doing Britain's Got Talent and that. So this this oh, that's, that's Wally. David Williams, um, he's gone on to do Britain's Got Talent and he um to my knowledge he was doing like he had an excess, successful range of children's books. Whereas Matt Lucas, I'm not sure what he's been doing lately. I'm not sure. Boris impersonations. <laughs> oh yeah. Go outside. Go outside. Don't go outside. <laughs> See your friend. Don't go outside. Don't see your friend. Uh, go to work. Uh, don't go to work. Whatever. <laughs> go to work. Uh, don't go to work. <laughs> see your friend. Don't see your friend. That, is, that, that video is dumb. Yeah, no, I'm going to fence with where I am with, with that. Do you feel like you need I'm more information? Like, maybe I do need more information because these were shows that I never watched. I never watched Little Britain like that. I never watched Pro Selector like that. I just knew of these things just based off the fact that I was like, right, they're mugging man off. But at the time I never thought to myself, let me look into this properly. Hmm. I'm always worried. Cause I see me, I, 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 bro, you know me, if I don't cry, <laughs> then laugh at it. So yeah, I'm always wary of like comedians and like their jokes. And then later on being pulled up and that, but, if if the mood of everyone is that yeah we won't we won't rock with you and we find it offensive if like you said Craig David from the article definitely weren't happy about it and expressed that and Donny still didn't kind of like listen at the time then you've got Little Britain which definitely bro Little Britain's content couldn't fly today like it's impossible mm. like, like in, I'm surprised they did take it off um like you know like the reruns off like Netflix or whatever the the the, yeah. the stations were on but like so if it was fresh content. Like that ain't going past the edit floor. Like that's that that stuff can't run now today. Like even if you whether you agree or you don't agree, but like in the era what a lot of people feel is a lot more PC and what they're really just saying is they just doesn't they're not allowed to be wankers anymore. But yeah, that stuff yeah. can't happen now. So maybe they do, maybe they, they have evolved and Donnie's do mean what they're saying in regards to their story. But um I mean, you know, judging by how 
cancelling culture goes, like, do we allow this whole we evolved? Because there were like we we always like speak on how old you know this and that person was when these things came out, and these guys were fully fledged adults. Bro, they were eating as well, so yeah. So they weren't hearing anything from the top. No, no, no. Like, no listen, it's it's mainstream, isn't it? So like we can be upset and offended, definitely, but I don't feel the black community would have been the necessarily the target audience for those shows. So that's mm. why probably they were able to be on for so long, you know, and able to be so successful. And it's not necessarily like our focus like that. No, nah, like you said, you you weren't even you know it for like the, like knowing that they were mugging man off on there, but it wasn't something. Well, they weren't shows you were running to watch and stuff, in it. To watch, yeah, yeah. So I think that's probably why. Part if you add the fact we weren't the target audience and like man weren't going to watch it, probably why it could have gone on for so long. And then obviously we have to then do yeah, yeah, do the the thing further down the line where man end up apologizing and call it out. But it's already happened and damage has been done in it. But I think there is a there is a history of media and how they portray black people from the minstrel show era all the way up until now, like the type of black person they will have on television isn't always um, to our favour, to say the least, isn't it? Mm. So I can see why people will be upset and be like, yo, because bro, like I said, the Craig Dave one I'm on, I was on the fence because there were sometimes back in the day, I'll be honest, man did laugh at certain jokes, but the Mel B one was always weird to me. I was like, <laughs> yeah, this, this don't make no sense. And how does my mm. girl really feel about it? So, but yeah, man, I just wanted to get to get your 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 opinion on that and how you felt. I don't know if um you've been kind of up to speed musically. What's going on? Do you know what? I knew it. I'm trying to, think, to bruv. I'm trying to think of like any new music aside from like maybe uh, Freddie Gibbs album. I know why you like that though, because it's got a song called Scotty Beam. Your 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 WCW. That's why. My forever WCW Scotty Beam. Yeah, yeah. chocolate. Um do you know what? Yeah, like that was the first song that I heard people speaking about. And obviously I follow Scotty Beam on <laughs> on all platforms. <laughs> holy man, holy so man, holy man. Hey man, listen. Let me appreciate my beautiful black queen, innit? And all the other beautiful black queens out there. All right, cool. I ain't, yeah. ain't going to ruin your brand, innit? Do you? Do you, boo-boo? So, so when I when I heard the song, and it's got, like, one of my favourite um, rappers on there, Rick Ross. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, like, if it's going to be about a beautiful black woman, yeah, that I know that they also acknowledge. Mm-hmm. You're gonna give me some sort of soul, soulful vibe to it. I don't want to hear like no hard trap beats. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I want to hear some, you know, some some nice instrumentation. So I listened to that. It was a cool project, man. I'm, and I'm not gonna sit here and lie and say like I'm a huge Freddie Gibbs fan because I'm not. But this project has made me wanna maybe go back and look into the archives and see what he's about because Donnie can rap. No, he definitely can. Donnie, uh, Donnie can rap, man. And um, it was um, short and concise, which is cool, man, because like, I, I ain't even going to lie to you. In this pandemic, this lockdown, 
bro, my attention is just all over the place. Yeah, I think I've been I've been every now and then I put like on my Instagram, my Twitter. I am asking people, oh, how are you getting on with your podcast, music? Like, what's keeping your attention a lot? And I think for a lot of people, it's obviously social media and then like your Netflix shows and shit. So like, mm-hmm. unless you really really mess with an artist, then as, as someone that you might listen to, you may, may take you a week or two to listen to them because you're gonna get to it when you get to it. We're not going anywhere. Yeah. There's no rush in it. But I definitely was excited to hear Ambush's album. I don't know if it's an album or an EP or project. You know what artists call it this day? Um, Ask My Brother. I did see the run. I did see his, like, press run or... Not even, like, maybe press run. Like no, his, no, I don't know press. Like, some Just sort of marketing where, like, I, I see the posters everywhere on the cabs and stuff. Like, you know, I know that he'd done a... a a post quarantine sort of like launch outside in yeah, his man. ends. We in the streets, bro. We outside. Where are you? <laughs> um, but yeah, like um, I haven't listened to it yet. So like, give me your opinions, man. What are you saying? I think it's good. It's like, he's talking that talk on there. You were saying Freddie Gibbs, um, his album is short and concise. This is 12 songs, 12 songs long. And um, right. it's not, it's not too feature heavy. So like, mm-hmm. I think there's been, um, and it's something I agree with to a certain degree, like an accusation or throwing an ambush that he sounds samey on a lot of songs. Right. So you'd have Jumpy. I'd say Jumpy or Wait, is Jumpy on there? No, no, I'm saying I'm saying like just history of songs oh, that oh, oh, okay. I, I would I could okay. say that um like sound the same. Like so on, I'd say only right, mm. Jumpy already. Even maybe Dem Man. There's certain. There's he's got he's got his Ambush has got a unique style in it. So oh, I and I like Dem Man. Is that I the one? I yeah yeah, yeah, yeah Dem yeah, Dem yeah. Man. Right. But I like it. But I do understand people are coming from. So I was like, hmm, how how is this gonna sound from like a complete project point of view? And I'll give it to him. I think it's good. I think it's a good application. Yeah. yeah, like the only maybe one song I didn't overly love was started with him D-Double and R-A I just didn't feel like it worked that well but um, that is an interesting yeah that's an interesting line collaboration yeah it's an interesting line yeah. I, I didn't love it but um, the um, A-M-B intro or the intro um, I've got time for that the outro Tommy Shelby which is the, the videos out for that right in a minute yeah I'm feeling that um, been on with Prezi. Obviously, we heard that prior, but definitely, he's got two features from gigs on there. Um, and I like silly events, and obviously he's got winners with CBiz and H Manada. So like, there's songs on there. Like, I feel like he's done. He's given a good representation that's that, of himself. That's the Northwest link up. Yeah, Northwest link up. You know, um, when you got your own unique style on that, you can flourish in it. I don't feel like yeah. Where do like you? Anybody. So, having saying that, yeah, where do you think like his stamp on the game is? Like, do you feel like he's gonna be here for a while, or do you think like he's more of an artist that's gonna plateau? Um, I think he could be here for a little while. I may be being, I might be being optimistic, but I think he could be here for a little while. Just off. The, the pure base is that Donny don't sound like anybody. Mm. I don't I don't hear him and anybody else 
I just hear him. And the only time we've heard him and anybody else was when that Joby Schof- JB Schofield story could come out. And I forgot what the song was called. Um, don't laugh like that, bro. I was a genuine mistake. <laughs> <laughs> JB Schofield come out of the song. And he even acknowledged it in a song where it says, like, I don't sound like my man. And people said he sounds like Ambush, blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah, Donnie's got his own style. I feel like the ladies like my man. Um, he does, he, he'll be saying some stuff. You just got to listen, innit? Outside of like the sound, like you know, like the ad libs and the gimmicky stuff. He, for me, he is spitting still. So I feel like he'll be, he'll be around. He can be around. And just purely the fact that Donnie's still independent. So there's still like levels to go. So, you know, you're building yeah. your catalogue, building your, your your own profile, your personality, getting your own solid fan base. Obviously, I know he, I think, was it last year? You know, like when you're meant to be having your moment, like you got the wireless, your book for the festivals. That didn't happen. Yeah. Jail, and then obviously Corona's hit. So I don't think he's had a chance to na- then go on that run. So I think once that then yeah. starts, we can really see. But I'm optimistic. I think he'll be around for a couple of years. Yo, Ambush will pop at a festival. Bro, he's good. He'll, he'll bang. Jumpy can still go. Yeah, I would love to. Go to I would love to go to a show. I would love to go to an Amber show, man. Like, because he's got, he's got like, he's got a lot of energy. He's got a lot of energy, and I've seen him perform before. He came out to do a PA for like one of the Mandem's events and that. Um, but in regards to energy, like, I feel like he's got that stamp where. He will have music that will get people like proper going and stuff like, and I'm yet to listen to the project, but it's something that I'm looking forward to listening to, man. I want to yeah, see like, where he's at. Give it a listen, bro. Same way like Fecky come through with energy, Suspect come through with energy, Ambush gives me those type of like, energy. Like, I want to see someone of that ilk to kind of sustain their 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 place in the game. Like for a lot longer than Fecky may may have done. But that's what you mean. Yeah, that's what you mean. Um, because what was that feature that Ambush um proper went in on? Oh, was it the Opfoot remix? Op, yeah, Opfoot remix. His verse is crazy. Crazy, bro. I was like, all right, cool. And this is how like you get to kind of like increase. Yeah, you got to kill the like, features. Just Cement, yeah, cement your 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 stance in the game. Like, whenever you're on a feature, you got to kill that, bro. Bro, I'm gonna I'm gonna play this after that up for re, um remix defeat, bro. Mm. Like, I think I can't. I think he's on there. Snap Capone. I can't lie to you, bro. I don't care about nobody else. I don't care about yeah, no one's on there. Like, like not even the Donny that made the tune. I don't. I don't care. I don't care about anybody <laughs> else's verse, bro. Level try offer man brick money, bro. Listen, go. We like Ambush's verse of for Remix hard. And then you've got. I think we played um, it on our episodes. Yeah, you've got him and Suspect on Bring Him Out on the GRM compilation tape. That's a hard song as well. And that was that, the only disappointment yeah, was... for the tape that I didn't. we didn't get um, a song from him and um, Suspect. Because I feel like they work well right. together in it. So that would have been nice to see. Yeah. But um, hopefully, if Suspect's got his stuff like that. That song went to GRM and not to like any one of their own projects. I don't think any of them had anything out at the time, innit? So Yeah. It would, yeah, it would have been it would have been cold. They both went on a little gangster holiday. Yeah, yeah, they went on yeah, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> Both of them <laughs> You know Actually let's keep Let's keep them away From each other Because we don't want them To go and disappear again From now on You man just FaceTime innit As soon as they As soon as they do A tune together They go They go away Yeah We don't, we don't need that bro. We don't. Have you been paying attention To uh, BAFTA nominations Uh no, but um, I do know that um, I think Mo the Comedian um, secured a, a, a nomination, so shouts out to him. Yeah. You know, a friend of the show. So, um, yeah, man, big ups to Mo. Um, I haven't paid attention to, to any other of the nominations. What you got uh, for me? I think no, from like, I don't know if I, I'm not going to go through like the whole list, but I think like the stuff we'd care about from like our scene, our people over here, the, um, what's it, right. Game UK, Crepton Conan and Target. Their show, their little talent. Oh, show. Down, that's on there. Yeah, that's been nominated. Um, I think the girl, the name Jasmine Jobson, she plays, you know, the the road girl in Top Boy. Yeah, I've forgotten her actual uh, character name on Top Boy, but she's been nominated. Uh, who else has been nominated? I think there's a few of you. You said Mo. Um, there was one person. I think Top Boy itself, as a show, I think's been nominated. Um, I was actually quite surprised to see Kano not get nominated. Wow, he didn't. Yeah, Kano's not been nominated. That is outrageous. Oh my gosh. Like, if anyone, like, <laughs> Sully. Sully carries, like, a lot of that series, bro. And it's not, like, do you know what? Yeah, like, and it's not even because of the fact that, like, oh, yeah, we, we love Kano, blah, 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 legend and all that, yeah, because Ashley Waters, Ashley, Ashley D has a legacy of his own in a music thing, yeah? Yeah. But we are talking based off performance, bro. His performance was, like, second to none, fam. Cold is where, like, if I, I yeah. even, um every couple of months, I'll, I'll rewatch Top Boy, just, like, you know, you just leave on the Netflix and I don't even care if I miss certain bits, but there'll be certain points I'll probably pay attention. I'm like, yeah, he, he killed this scene. He killed this bro. Like, I think there was a particular episode, yeah, where he was out in country, yeah, with the with the Donny, with the crack baby Donny. Um, Jay. Yeah, like, fam, where um, unfortunately he was killed in the fire, and Kano, like, he didn't know how to handle that that loss that he didn't know how to grieve. And, you know, he went into the water and I was just like, yo, like this was like a power, this was some powerful scenes. No, it was a dope. It was, nah. it was dope, bro. I think um, the, the um, young lady you're referring to, the um, Jasmine Jobson, um, her portrayal of Jack, her name was Jack. Jack, in the, yeah. In that's the series. Yeah. Um, but yeah, now nah, it's, it's shocking to me how, um, Kano was overlooked. I ain't even gonna lie to you, bro. Yeah, that make any I sense can't even lie. I don't even know like what the character, the categories were, but um, I guess like best actor in a supporting role because he wasn't the lead role. I think it was Ashley Waters that was lead. Yeah, unless um, so like if it was a movie, K- um, Sully would have been best actor in a supporting role. I don't know how they do it in series. True, so. we'd have to double check. But yeah, nah, it, that seems weird to me. She at least got a nomination. That would, uh, I think that would Yeah, that's crazy think, to me. Obviously, I know that's the, actually crazy. Um, Michael Ward was like the young rising star of 
the new series of Top Boy, but I don't think he can downplay um, Kano's contribution. I think it, I think his his acting was that dope, personally. All right, so yeah, so there's they, they um there's been two nominations, um, for the BAFTA TV Awards um in 2020. Um, like you said, supporting actress Jasmine Jobson who plays Jack, right? And then there's breakthrough talent for pure episode three and Top Boy episode. You don't know me from Neil Cara. Okay, so it's more it's more so acknowledging the director than more than anything. All right, cool. Listen, if uh, if if Kano nominated Jax, I hope you um <laughs> hope you win. Yeah. It? So the director, got, yeah. So the director got nominated for um best breakthrough talent for his um contributions on Top Boy and another series that he contributed into, which was called Pure. I've never heard of it up until now. No, we check it out, man. I think it's. You know, we always can. We have these conversations every year on year out about you know award shows and recognizing. I hope something happens with our own shows soon enough. Our own award ceremony soon enough, where like man has to look for validation there. But that's still the pinnacle at the moment. So it kind of just is yeah. what it is. Um, yeah. Whilst we're whilst we're here, we're still talking about this stuff. I know race is going to keep popping TV up. Stuff. Yeah, actually, no. We can do we can do TV stuff. Um, our reference sitting in limbo earlier, which is a, which is a dope yeah. show we watch about Windrush. There is another show that come out. I don't know if you got a chance to see it. It's called I May Destroy You. Um, Michaela Cole from Chewing Gum. Nah, I did yeah. see the the trail the the advert, but I never watched it. Yeah, yeah. so she's in there. Amela Means in there. Um, oh. and there's some other young British. Um acting talentless in there as well. Once I remember the names, I'll definitely put them out. But two episodes have come out. It's available on BBC iPlayer. Trigger warning. It does kind of, not kind of, it is centred around uh, rape, sexual assault, date rape, I'd say. The first two episodes are quite, they're quite, it's a lot to kind of, mm. to watch. But I do rate the the portrayal um, and from like a writing point of view, I just feel like yeah. um there's some there's more content out there for us to like digest and you know it will provide some some topical conversations over the next few weeks and that um and I'm happy that yeah. put out like twelve episodes on the iPlayer because man we just end up binge watching mm. but yeah I watch it and then we yeah we I'm, not, have a chat I'm not too much of a serial I'm not too much of a serial binge watcher but I do appreciate if something that takes to me like and there's like loads of episodes to watch from then I will watch yeah I was just interested to watch because I'd not watched anything of her since she had um, it was almost like a musical thing on mm. Netflix with a brother that used to be in his stand days a stand so Arenze Kearney I forgot the guy's name tall bald head don't remember Don it was in his stand that was uh, who was he shagging Shagging, shagging someone's mum when he's standing. I can't remember. Why did you say shagging when you mentioned EastEnders? <laughs> His storyline was he was like he was the he was the. Bro, we usually say pamming and that man said shagging as soon as he mentioned EastEnders. I was trying to swear in it. 
it was a similar in it. He was pamming his old woman on his standards, and I've forgotten the lady's name, but she's if anybody's watched Bulletproof, she's Asha D and No Clark's like senior in the police force, isn't it? I don't know, I've forgotten his name, but yeah, she was she was on his standards. But yeah, cut long story short, Michaela Cole and Lorenzo Kearney were on some like musical on Netflix. She didn't get the most amazing reviews. So I was like, okay, cool. Uh, what are you doing next? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. cool. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've not seen a melanin. You got a what out of 10? 5.4. Ah, crickets. Um, I've not seen a melamine in anything in a little while. Unless we know him. He was in Maze Runner. I've seen Maze Runner. I've seen Maze Runner. That was ages ago, bro. Vance, Google, Google Maze Runner. How, how long ago was Maze Give Runner? Give him the benefit of the doubt, bruv. Bro, all I said was I've not seen anything. I've not seen anything in a, in a minute. All right, the Maze Runner was um, in, in 2014. But that's a while ago, bro. What's it done since? Um, let me have a look. Because, like, yeah, you got to look. Oh, you did Yardy. What do you mean? Uh, apologies. Sorry, sorry. You're right. Sorry. Actually, yeah. Yardy, bro. I'll take, I'll take it back. I'll take that back. <laughs> Yardy's actually right. Yardy was decent still. Yardy was, I, I give him that. Yardy was decent. That was Idris Elba's directorial debut. You know what? My bad. Yeah, I went to watch that cinema and Pex. Yeah? You're, 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 you're a real one still. I end up watching that indoors. Yeah. Found a deep um, yeah, all right, cool. Dude. All right, cool. All right. Means something. It's aside all right. Aside, aside from that, like, you know, you would want to see him in more roles. Yeah, because after Kidlehood, it was like, yeah, he's a new British talent that he's going to blow up. Do his thing, and maybe I've not paid enough attention. Um, I've not seen the best stuff. He was in the Butler. Yeah, he was. Before Twitter, I think why not? He was, yeah, yeah. In a few things, again, you would want to see him in more things. But hey, man, he's got his fair fair share of roles. He does add to that conversation of blacks going over and doing their thing in Hollywood. Obviously, we've had like proper proper breakout star breakout stars like your Idris's. And like obviously Damson at the moment is Snowfall, John Boyega, and then um, my man Get Out. What's done his name again? Daniel Kaluuya. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Get Out and um, Black Panther, big roles. Yeah, big roles. Definitely done his thing. And then Queen and Slim as well. You know, Queen and Slim. Oh yeah, how can I forget? Yeah, I went Daniel, to watch that. Daniel's doing his thing. So I'm always interested in like black British talent on screen, whether that's TV or film. So, and uh, I know I think they. They, they blew the bag a little bit with Michaela and that, like she's been given opportunities to do some things. So I was very interested. So yeah, I'd say, um, May I Destroy You, some BBC iPlayer. Um, yeah. Definitely going to check that out. Sitting, sitting in Limbo, Sitting with Limbo. Um, sitting was, in Limbo, yeah. Sitting in Limbo, sorry, is also on there. And it just kind of, BBC, it's, uh, yeah, yeah, BBC iPlayer. Um, a lot of those Windrush movies were here. And that was triggering. It was a hard watch, but they did a good job. They did a very good job. Did a really good job. I was tweeting yeah that um, like flog me if you like yeah. There's certain jobs as a black person yeah. If you do, I always judge you yeah. I do you agree with me? Like if you was like if you worked in immigration in any capacity yeah. You see, this is why you're my guy, my boy, my bro. Right, cool. Because I tweeted the same thing. Right, I was like, cool. you, you know what yeah? If you take this job, if you take this job, um. Then I don't know. Like I'm, I might be judging you, but shouts to Re um, Rebecca. She gave me like uh, a different perspective. She was like, "Yo, like 
in this situation 20 years ago. Yeah. There was an auntie that was working in these places and she actually saved my mum. Should you be saying this on air, bruv? Hey, man. The, the what's what's been, done is that. What's what's done is done. All right, cool. Love yeah. it. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, so... Um, at the end of the day, that, like, I do. I do hear that side. Like, if you got someone on the inside that would maybe feed information, give people the heads up. Because I won't say the person. I did have one of my followers also like, respond to what I said and said, "Yo, back in the day, someone mm-hmm. similar situation gave heads up and things are patterned and whatever." Then, yeah. At the end of the day, like, I mean, um, for the particular case of. Um, sitting in limbo and the portrayal of um, Anthony Bryan, he's managed to change things. And there's always that one person um, that has to go through a certain ordeal for them to kind of really acknowledge their wrongs and apologize. I think they've still got work to do because I feel like there's only been a small minority of people that have been compensated when a lot more were were promised that they were they they would be compensated. Bro, they've not even dropped ten percent of the bread they're meant to to, to drop for the compensation. Yeah, yeah, exactly, and exactly, exactly. Like Thirteen um, people died back home that that got deported incorrectly, and they never got justice because they passed away. And I don't even think that. I don't think all of them made it back home at that point, because just being in that detention center is a lot to deal with on its own. Do you know what I'm saying? And like people underestimate what stress can do to you. Bro. You're right, you know. Stress can be Bro, stress can be the buff of so many unfortunate things um, you know, thereafter. So I think it was to highlight and it it's, it's great timing. Mm. It's great timing, you know. Um and I know that it was written by a black person. So I feel like maybe they maybe they had to get the, the the depiction of a lot of scenes correct, especially when it when when it was down to family life and how it was, you know, in their regular setting outside of having to deal with immigration office enforcement officers and stuff like that. So the, that scene where he went up to the counter and, you know, he came face to face with a black officer. I didn't like that at all. It rubbed me the wrong way. Bro, that's where, that's when I started tweeting what I was tweeting. I was like, brother, listen, if, if I wanted to tell the real truth about how it felt, I would have jumped through the glass. Yeah. You have to make Drinks me, bro. Donny. Yeah. Yeah. It must have been hard. Donny's doing his job. He's got bills to pay, but brother... You can uh, still, you know, that. there's different options. You can be a thief. Yeah. The thing is, is that like, there's ways of doing your job in it. But when you become a, a job's worth, it sounds like you're just raw. You're moving like you're against man. Yeah. Overseer type vibes. Yeah, man. So um, it was a, it was a hard triggering watch, but I felt like it was necessary. Yeah, that was a good watch. Um, lighthearted though, should we? Had a- no, go on. Sorry. No, I was saying that I had a friend that um, works with that production company. So they were giving me a little bit of an insight of like, you know, um, you know, the production of it and stuff like that. So it was just, it was insightful and it was good to see, man. But 
um i did i i did speak to my to my mum about it and i was like yeah there was this program on like that i feel like you should watch something that you may be able to resonate with because i i feel like although it was centered around you know the windrush generation i feel like there's a lot of black people that had to deal with these kind of issues you know but yeah have you been watching insecure that's where I was gonna go. So I wanted, bro. I don't want to to end on a somber, sad note. No, no, five. No. We back in the building. We panning. We back in the game. We, yeah, yeah, we yeah. Panning over the couch. Come on, what it do, baby? <laughs> what it do, baby? Yeah. Hey, listen. Lawrence has pammed more than anyone else on this on this show. <laughs> Bro, Lawrence is over there pamming for peace, bro. Like he's he's um, pamming, his, he pammed his way to happiness through the pain. Yeah, he's he's got pammed pam- through the pain you know, all the way back bro. to happiness. Come and on, I was man. like, you know what? I was like, you know what? Lawrence deserves this reparations, yeah. nigga. Yeah, 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 yeah. real on, nigga man. reparations. Yeah, man, you, you cheated on me <laughs> when I was at my lowest. And I was at my lowest. Do you know I thought so that you were going to support me my troubles. Yeah, do you know what's so funny, yeah? This kind of shows that maybe, I don't know how you feel, maybe on a certain level, yeah, we kind of, ag- not, I wouldn't say agree, but like we understand what Issa did at the time, yeah, because if we did, as typical mandem, look at her as like a cheating whore, we shouldn't even really celebrate them being back together. But I can't lie, I was happy to see them back together, bruv. I was haps. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what, yeah? <laughs> I ain't even going to lie to you, yeah? Not the current episode that's out right now, yeah, but yeah. the one before that when he went on the date and then they went back. I thought it was just one uh, another one of those like closure beats. Okay, fucking way out type of thing. Yeah, but like you know when you have you ever like been in a situation yeah where you have sex with closure but you laying it down and it just doesn't solve anything. Yeah, it makes things worse. <laughs> Hey, niggas are trash, bruv. They'll lang it down, yeah, for the closure beat, yeah, just so that they won't go away. Yeah, I can't lie, yeah. Listen, all I'll say is I've been in a situation where, like, there's a little weird energy where you're kind of not together anymore, and I don't know what it is, yeah, but during that little period... Bro, she's coming around for closure, but you're in your mind, you're like, yeah, I've got to lang it down, bruv. That's what what I was alluding to was, like, during that time period, like... The performance is out of this world. <laughs> mm. So it would just increase the longevity, like of her sticking around. Bro, I don't know what was I don't know what was in the air at the time. All I will say was, yeah, mm. I was doing my job in it. Yeah, listen. In her head, she's like, right, what is this like new energy? Maybe like I should stay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe you can solve this, you know. Mm. But yeah, I know. I don't even last the, the episode. So not the one that's out right now. The the one before that, where they kind of first rekindle and like hang out, or whatever, and they have the date, and it's all cute, and then she comes back, and then she hears that Condola is on the phone, and she's like, you know what? Mm, let me. I'm claiming this. I'm claiming this dick. That was the only bit. I was like, yeah, there's still a trash element Easter showing because right, if Condola, if she didn't hear Lawrence on the phone with Condola, would she have stuck it on Donnie like that? Do you know what it is? Yeah, like I feel like she would. She respected the boundary with, um, 
Lawrence and Condola because like I reckon that she still loved Lawrence but it was just at a point where there's nothing that I can do like he's in this relationship with someone else I'm not going to overstep the mark in it and if anything it was Lawrence like, exactly but there was a moment where like um I feel like she felt that there's nothing that I can do because I'm the cause of this isn't it so oh, I've just got a I've got to step aside and watch the love of my life being taken by my business partner. Mm. So even when like Lawrence or Condola had told her that like, yeah, her and Lawrence are no longer together. There was a slight bit of happiness there, bro. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Come on, man. Although, although she had the option, like she just let go of TSA Bay. Um, Nathan came back and, you know, Nathan was like, you know, he's trying to, like, reassert himself in the game because he knew that, like, right, he fucked up because he he wasn't, he didn't let Eason know what was going on with him. He just ghosted and he came back that nothing happened. And it was like, all right, cool, then this weird energy up until the point where, like, he confessed the reason why he had moved back to Houston because of the fact that he'd been di- diagnosed with um, bipolar. Yeah, I hear all that and that, but like, don't down talk um, Lawrence, innit? Like, man was trying to, man was trying to down talk Lawrence to get his, to get Issa back in. Nah, nah, nah. No, yeah, dirty he was Mackie. like, no, dirty Mackie, He bro. was like, what? He was like, right, what? The don, the Donny that he cheated on, and I was like, this, these fucking light skinned niggas, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's true though, Vans, man. Like, like everybody's got tactics here, but I never respect like, bro, get it off your, you know, like, off your own back, of your own merit. Don't use my name and try and down talk me to like pattern up your old situation. Don't make any reference to the old guy or if he's now trying to be the current. Don't try and down talk him because real women don't respect that. Because even in the moment, Issa was like, Yeah, what? But like, you can't chat these times. You're such, you're such and such. You move this way, you move that way. And then Donnie had to be like, He had to, he had to f- pull out the Infinity Stone, which was like, By the way, my, my brain doesn't work currently. Do you know what it is, yeah? Do not give me ammunition that I may use in the future. That's my thing, innit? Don't present me with a Wikipedia page of Donny because that's what you've done. You laid out all your cards on the table. So then when I feel like we have got to a certain place here, don't then now say, oh, yeah, I'm going to go back to my ex. But hold on, you were slagging him off when you were with me, though. Yeah, but you're not meant to say that, though. You're not meant to say that, but you can't help, like it's a knee-jerk reaction from Donny. It was like, rah. Because he's thinking like, okay, so <laughs> in his mind, yeah, yeah, come and help me move these boxes while I, whilst I collect this box. I see what he did there. That's what he was thinking. So he's like, all right, so she's come over in an empty crib. We've been in an empty crib before. And the last time that we were in an empty crib together, we got it on and popping we even gate crashed into a random crib and skinny dipped in a pool i sucked your breast on a ferris wheel in coachella hey they've had some experiences them too i get it i do get it they've had experiences that she's never had before so it's like all right cool man like he think he's thinking she's single now i'm back in the game we can get it on and popping but sometimes it's too late bro if you left it's too late like she didn't you know it is as well like she's not like she met a new donny she went back like she's gone back or gone forward whatever but on back Lawrence is back in the picture 
And when it's now something with history, you know, like you missed your window, bro. It's, it's what's done is done. Unless you're gonna do yeah, you can't. Out offensive warfare, you ain't getting her back, bro. Lawrence High, we're in the building. We're in the building. But I feel like there's more to it, man. And I feel like they've left that for the season finale. Ah, uh, because you feel because like Eva may still decide. She was, yeah, because she was taken aback. Because I feel like she really liked Nathan, but then she was taken aback by the fact that, like, it, there was this window of like, oh yeah, being ghosted, of not knowing what was the reason. And now that she's found it, she was like, wow, that was some profound shit. Like maybe a pussy was throbbing when she told him where where he was like mad honest with her. Yeah, maybe. Or just like, it's just a human thing. It's like, okay, cool. Nobody likes, I would hate to be ghosted. I'm not going to pretend in it. But if mm. that's the reason, something like that, you, be can't, honest, you, you, can't mad at, you can't mad at the person. No, but be honest. <laughs> Go on. Talk Let's to be you. honest. Honestly. Even if, honestly. <laughs> so if you had been in a situation where a girl get ghosted on you, yeah? Yeah. And then she came back and like, look, even after like she had come back, she had been back for a while, but still wasn't honest. And then one day she was like, "Yeah, um, the reason why I ghosted was because like I I went back to my hometown. I was diagnosed with bipolar." Right. Would your first reaction be like, "Um, oh, like I understand," <laughs> or would you be like, "Well, bitch, you could have like <laughs> said something." <laughs> well, your, your time is the word message bitch I'm be honest I'll be like you inside I'll be like what you're I'll be like yo lying don't try and pull the victim card yeah. with the say my, my the head hurts to. yeah don't say my head hurts don't the try but I ain't even gonna lie the there's parts in, of me that would be like mm-hmm. yeah the human in me would be like okay cool I get it you know but okay cool yeah. that I'll be I'll be super super frank here, super honest here. Yeah, it will probably put me off more of trying to deal with you. Yeah, like I'd, I'd respect the honesty, and I wouldn't take the the ghosting personal because of that. Like I'd be like, you know, cool. If I'm giving the benefit of that, yeah, cool. You aren't you aren't you aren't lying. That did happen. It gives me more understanding as to why um, you weren't around at the time when we're trying to get to know each other. But now I know that I'm gonna keep it a buck. I might ghost you now. But you ain't linking me, bruv. Yeah, yeah. And that's and that's After that's an that, unspoken thing. That's an unspoken thing. Like uh, people, um, people may not like me saying that, but it's just the truth. Like, I don't know how I could deal with someone that has diagnosed mental health issues. It's the truth, fans. I hear that. Just, just the truth, bro. That's that's not on my on my profile and stuff. Like, no, and we don't have like a solid foundation history and that. Like, we was just kind of casually yeah. dating, getting to know each other, and you come back around with that. Thank you very much. I respect your honesty. Peace. I'm out. Me gone. Me gone. Yeah. Boy, I, yeah, it's mad, man. Like, um, and do you know what? Yeah, there's loads of things that like. There's a there's a lot of things that happened in that or the last two episodes. Should we talk about Molly and Issa though? That's 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 more than just like the romantic stuff. And like them two, they finally went and had a meeting. I've got nothing positive to say, like in in regards to Molly, nothing. Then say the negative shit, bro. Let the let the let the chopper fly. Bro, I'm just like, you know what? Yeah, this bitch is selfish. 
<laughs> now, your YouTube bitch is getting out of hand. I swear down. Yeah. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> Bro, like, uh, uh, do you know what? Yeah, a lot of women can stand in solidarity with me. Yeah, in All calling right, cool. Molly a bitch. That is what she's been like, you know, I know displaying. I know. Yeah, yeah. And the thing is, is that like at this point, I'm like, I'm not even sure at what Issa did wrong. She leveled up. It's literally that simple. I remember speaking, we had, I think a couple of episodes, Audrey was on, shouts out to Ords. She was on and, I've, and I, yeah. I pay attention to her wind down that she does every Monday at eight, I think it is. Um, we said it on here. I just think it's, literally think it's that within their friendship circle of Kelly, Issa, Molly, and I've forgotten the Amanda Seals character, the one that's pregnant now and like booed up mm. or whatever. I've forgotten her character name. Molly's the high flyer. The only thing that's not that's that isn't, isn't going well for her is her love life. That's always been a mess. But like professionally, she's been doing fairly well, and like she's kind of a little bit like the head bitch in charge within their crew, in it. And it, Molly right. Issa's re- relationship, right. Molly's always been in better than her professionally. So now when she levels up, you know, so they they had one commonality that like, love life was in tatters, in it. Like Molly couldn't keep a Donny. Issa's relationship broke down with Lawrence and then she was just out here doing a mad thing. But Molly always had... Well, Molly's been doing Broke up the first episode. Yeah, she's always been in a mess in that regards, but like, career was always there, innit? Career was always there, but bro, like, and like, you know, we're, we're a few seasons in now and you get to see character development. Molly has beefed in every setting that she's ever been in. True. Work. True. Vacation. Yeah. Friendship. Yeah, friendship, love life, work life. Yeah. She's not easy, dog. I'm like, she's had like issues, yeah. She's had issues at work. She's had issues like speaking to her assistant in a mad way. I remember that. She's yeah, had yeah. issues. She's had issues like within her love life. She 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 um let go of a Donnie that had a gay experience. And then every time she saw him after that, she was like, mm, maybe I do like this guy, but nah. Like a Donnie that would like be next to him, she'd be like, Oh yeah, they're doing something together, not knowing that that's a <laughs> that's man sibling. Yeah, that was mad. So that episode is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean so it's just like oh yeah she's damaged she's beefing her pups yeah she got smoke for to a to the pop. point where her, her mum's giving like, her pops like allow it bro and I'm like you were fucking a married man in a restaurant while the wife was at the table ordering dessert I let the chopper fly yeah, man I'm like where do you get the vim from where yeah the cheek the unmitigated gall the only time that I sympathised, empathised, sided with Molly was when she was on vacation and she went to get that towel and then she 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 went into it with her boyfriend's brother. Of course, yeah, we all we all sided with her, like, yeah, microaggressions and racism and, you know, people playing devil's advocate. Like, we could all relate to that. So, yeah, that, you're I'm right. That's probably one of the times. I'm black power, fam. I'm black power. Ah, I see you, militant black man. Do your thing. Let's <laughs> <laughs> ride it up, though. Yeah, so bro, Molly and Issa. I've been using like, that emoji. Yeah, yeah, straight, bro. I've been you, using you that emoji. You were saying earlier that everyone's using, everyone's using black hearts. 
everybody's fists are black. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No red hearts, no blue hearts. Yeah. Black heart in it. Yeah, yeah black emoji. Black. Solidarity. Long may it continue in it. But you were saying, yes. Um, before I cut, you were saying that um about that the actual friendship of Molly and Issa, and I was saying that I feel the major problem is that Molly is uncomfortable with Issa leveling up. Yeah. Being more confident yeah. in herself, being more assured, and not just kind of being like the dopey friend who's just like always needs to kind of be helped. Because even in their, um, I think it was the last episode where, no, it was this episode. So where um, initially Isha rings Molly and says, yo, let's meet up. They then get there, but they don't even talk about anything. Like they just kind of have that, you know, that fake, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, what are you saying? You good? Yeah, I'm good. I was work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we have beef. Why have not spoken? Let's speak about that. So they don't. A break in the ice type thing. Bro, if the ice has been broken, bro, we have beef, innit? Like, <laughs> why are we sitting here? Bro, I miss you, innit? Yeah, yeah, fuck all that, bro. What, what, what's going on? <laughs> Let's get to the nitty gritty, man. Let's get to yeah, the shit, yeah. If you need a shot, I need a shot. A glass of wine. Yeah. Let's talk it out and figure this thing out. And they don't. But you saw the nervousness. But you saw the nervousness of Isa more than more so than Molly. Molly just pulled up. Yeah, because she like, had a level of expectation, isn't it? Because she's like, right. So if Isa invited me, she's got to kind of facilitate this convo and either apologize to me, no, explain. Because yeah, because she's coming with that entitled view, and that's what I'm because saying. She's as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, as far as I'm concerned, Issa didn't do nothing wrong. So she was probably just trying to wane herself in because she didn't know what she was apologizing for. True. Do you know what I'm saying? So it, it goes to the point where like it, um, Molly is starting to struggle with the fact that Issa is on her come up and she's not going to be at Issa's beck and call. You mm. know, because all throughout all the four or five seasons that we've seen is that Molly has always been a person to bail Issa out. Now, Issa has found an alternative. You don't necessarily have to call Molly when you're in, in trouble. I've called you and you've made up this fake rule that you don't want to, like, you know, interrupt the relationship and this, that and the other. When she was asking for a favour to actually make something that I've been working for pop and you're like, nah, I'm not on it. So she's just taken the matter into her own hands and 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 like... You know, let me do it myself. Yeah. And she's managed to make that happen for her own show, the block party. And then Molly had the nerve to step to Issa over this. Really? Yeah, and I it, like I said, it's very entitled to me. Because even when she has the scene afterwards, she's speaking with Andrew about how it went. And he realized, wait, so she extended an olive branch and you didn't bring up the situation, the issue. And she was like, nah, like she's meant to do that. That for me encompasses Molly as a character totally throughout all these episodes. They then we we fast forward a little bit later. They end up at um, Nathan and Issa end up at Andrew's place, I think it is, or wherever they're staying. They have the yeah. the uh, the little dinner party, Ooh. the chill, whatever. Molly and I spoiler a lot. Apologies, fucks up. She goes to text her man. She ends up texting that text directly to Issa, like, "Yo, listen, I'm I'm trying to help out, like." I tried and I'm trying with this girl. Issa clocks and now it's awkward. And now she's like, I'm leaving. And when it's leaving now and they have the chat outside and Issa's like, it is what it is, you know? And Molly's almost expecting her to be like, okay, like, are we going to fix this? Are you going to apologize? Issa was very fine with like, 
cool. If we're not friends, we're not friends. Like, it is what it is. Do you know what? Yeah, I felt the hurt in that. From who? I felt Issa's pain. All right. Have you been in a situation like that before you've had a fall out of a bridge and it's just like, cool, done? <laughs> yeah. That's why. <laughs> that was talking um, from true experience. Do you know what? Yeah, like, um, I mean, in my situation, no love lost because I know that I didn't do anything wrong. But I know what it feels like to for someone that you cared for and you were trying to help or you were trying to, if I've extended the olive branch, yeah, yeah. to kind of fix the situation, even though I'm not in the, even though I'm not in the wrong. And then you've turned around, your perspective has changed because of uh, uh, an introduction in your life. And then you've come to me and say, oh, maybe we've outgrown each other. I'm thinking that that's fucking painful, isn't it? Because like I've reached out out of my love, I miss you in it, yeah. And then you've turned around to say that, and you're not even acknowledging where you've gone wrong. I'm thinking, all right, cool. That's gonna hurt. That's why there was no argument. It was just like cool. Although it hurt so much, I'm just gonna be like, all right, cool, and we're gonna part ways. But that's someone like with an open heart in it. That's someone that's like um, open to dialogue where we can actually like have an open conversation where I'm not going to be the person that's always going to be saying that I'm right and yeah. you're wrong. I'm going to be the person that also acknowledges my wrong. Yeah, because you want to get to a place where you can fix this. You want to get to a place where you can fix this. And sometimes like you think, Okay, like there, I'm not. I'm not even saying that like people are wrong in saying that they've outgrown their friendship because you can easily outgrow your friendship, in it. But, but when it gets to a point where like there, there is a way of doing it, in it. There is a way of like being honest. Like we can't have an argument for forty five seconds for you to come to that conclusion that we've outgrown each other without you acknowledging where you've gone wrong. Because throughout that entire exchange, you haven't acknowledged it. So when you go and turn around and say that, I'm like, all right, cool. There's nothing more that I can say. Yeah, because now you're both because speaking I've from a place of, like, of hurt. So I'm trying to say, I don't yeah. want to acknowledge. I'm trying to, you know, like when people start having arguments and their true feelings come out. So I don't want to fix it. So I'm going to say the most powerful thing, which is I've outgrown you, which is kind of belittle mm. you. Cool. And then you're like, cool, no yeah. problem. It's like, oh, so you, 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 what you wanted was you wanted a reaction out of me, but... You didn't, the reaction you got, you either don't like or you can't deal with. So you know what? Let's not be brethrens because at the end of the day, my life's lit. I've got two Donnies now. Speak from Issa's perspective. I've got my old guy back. Yeah. I've got Nathan back around as well. Yeah. Like, life's all right. I can pick and choose what I want to do. And, and especially when you fucked up, you sent the wrong text to the wrong person. You sent the text that you were supposed to send to your boyfriend to me. And then you want to go and like, you don't know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about, man. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, We've been yeah. fighting 400 years. Right, right, We've been right. fighting to this day. Uh, all right, all right. To this day. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. You know, right here. Oh, my God. Man, <laughs> man, you're way too passionate. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> now, insecure, I can't pretend. I love insecure, bruv. 
I remember Brav, talking about insecure. Real. Yeah, we, we, I remember the, the live show. Shout out live festival. We spoke about insecure mm-hmm. then. Like we've been, we've been, I've been following insecure since the very beginning. So I love like the show's development where it's going. I personally feel like you're right. There's still some twists and turns with regards to East, the love triangle of Issa, Nathan, and Lawrence. I feel, and this might just be being optimistic, I think Molly and Issa will fix it, but they need to have another real nigga conversation and Issa needs to give yes. it to her both barrels for it to work. There is still Molly and Issa Andrew. Issa needs a real nigga reparation. Yeah, there's, yeah, Issa needs that, but there's still Molly and Andrew. And I feel like she's going to push Donnie too like, far away because like, it feels like family's important to him and the fact that she's almost yeah. kind of like ignoring or trying to avoid any interaction with her brother, un- with his brother, understandably, off what happened, but for him, he's like, so we're just not going to be around my family. Or, yeah. Or, yeah, am I going to be my family on my ones and you're not going to mm. be around? That's not going to work. We do things together. So I think there's still some twist in terms of their situation as well. And knowing Molly, she's probably going to fuck that up again. Facto, fact. Oh, I've seen some murmurings that people feel like he might be cheating. He did say at the beginning that he was seeing other people. Mm. But at the same time, it's like, yo, man, like, I didn't sign up for this. I've been in way too, like, I've been in loads of conflicts ever since I've been fucking with you. Yeah, yeah, man. I've had to break you up between you and your best. I've had to break you up between you and your best friend in almost getting into a physical altercation. Shoot out. I've been beefing my family members, like, and obviously, and understandably, in it. But at a certain point, you're gonna recon, like, you're gonna re- reconcile with um, your your siblings. You're gonna rekindle things, and if you're gonna be my woman, I want I'm gonna want you to patch things up as well. So it's just gonna be, you know, at a point where like, is this worth it? Yeah, and no, I don't, I don't, is I think really you, I think you're right. You're you're reading it like spot on with regards to Donnie. And then what it will be is he may not have that conversation. He will step out, do his thing. And that's how it manifests. And really truthfully, he's, he wants to break up with her, but he just can't do it the manly way. You know, you know what niggas are like? They don't, niggas don't break up with their babes and they just cheat till they get caught. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, no comment, bruv. What do you mean? (laughs) No, no, that's what I heard through the grapevine, bro. Listen, why you acting like, you why you acting guilty? Guilty, oh, you're guilty. <laughs> guilty. Uh, before we go though, um, AJ looks like the um, AJ and Tyson Fury fight is going to happen. Perfect timing okay. in the middle of racial divide and racial division. Perfect timing off the back of AJ being at the the protest in Watford and saying what he said in regards to um, black people spending money, black businesses, which rubbed a certain section of society up the wrong way. You know. Eddie Hearn has moved swift. I don't even know what he said. He just literally, literally what I, I said was, literally what I said is what he said. And he was reading out a statement from somebody else, but it brought out, you know, um, so when AJ's winning, he's British. Now he said that it's uh, like, oh, you're being racist. He's, he's suddenly now Nigerian. Um, you know, they're Femi, he's Femi. Femi, he's Femi now. And they're no longer rooting for him. They're rooting for other people, um, namely Tyson Fury. Like, Boxing's always a good litmus test with regards to like racism and stuff. I love it. You know, we was even bantering in, in one of our group chats about like what's gonna happen. I was telling one of the boys if 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 Anthony Joshua beats Tyson Fury, one of the guys in my group chat has to get a Nigeria flag on his ch- on his chest. Like it's mandatory. What, 
bro, if AJ beats Fury, he has to get the tattoo. And what I'm going to do, if AJ beats Fury, I'm going to move like Graham. Remember the classic footage of Graham Souness where he puts the flag in the middle of the pitch? I think when he's out there managing in Turkey. I'm going to get the flag and wave it above Buckingham Palace. Arrest me if you like. Yeah? Right. If AJ wins, <laughs> we outside, bruv. <laughs> we outside. If AJ beats Fury, oh we outside, bro. I cannot wait, bro. You know? We're, we're, we're going to see everyone's true characters and um, everyone's biases and what side of the fence you stand on when this happens, in it? So that'll be interesting. Yeah. Um, I know last week we definitely, because it was a bit of a heavy episode and we had to make sure we put in some information in regards to initiatives, protests, links for donations, etc. There's something that's happening at the moment yeah. um, in the community that I think is important to address. Um, justice for Shukri Abdi. Um Yeah. Um, just so that I've got the accurate information, I will go to the petition page at change.org. Um, so a 12-year-old girl has drowned in the River Irwell in Great, Great Greater Manchester. Shrukri Abdi was last seen in the river, um, parts of which are 20 foot deep, off Dunstill Road, Berry at 7.55 on a Thursday. Um, Greater Manchester police said it was treat it was that it was treating what happened as a tragic incident and did not believe there were any suspicious circumstances. Shukri's family who live in Berry said she could not swim and playing by the river was out of character. Her uncle said she was a sweet, innocent child. Her mum is absolutely destroyed. Everything about this is out of character for her. She couldn't swim, so she wouldn't even go near the edge. Um, she attended Broad Oak Sports College. Now, the story from what I've looked at is that she was pushed in or dragged in, sorry, by um, certain pupils and classmates and I think a couple of weeks prior to her passing away, there's been an attempt to do something similar to her in like oncoming traffic and they hadn't addressed the bullying. So the story is that they're trying to sweep this thing under the rug. So it's being treated as an accident. Um, the school actually changed their name to a new name. So they're not associated. You know, like when you Google search, they're not affiliated to this story. Um, it's just seemed like kind of a hush, hush arrangement. And it was even an eyewitness at the time, which they've, managed to put down as unreliable, but the person has said that, like, the girl was definitely dragged in. Like, she didn't go there of her own accord. Um, so a petition has been started um, just so they can get some justice for her and I think reopen the case and ensure that the, the real truth comes out. So I would implore anybody out there that isn't aware, just do your right Googles. There's been... Um, a Guardian article, most like major publications have now addressed this. Um, so yeah, I'm going to put the petition in, in our description, do what needs to be done so we can get justice for this little girl. Yeah. I, I don't, I believe there's definitely foul play. Um, so yeah, and that's, that's, that's my, that's my oh, yeah. feeling. Yeah, for sure, man. And just to add on, on to that, man, um, I just want to give a shout out to all the people that were protesting out over the um, the past weekend, all the protesters that was out in the field um, that are going to be protesting in the following weeks to come. Whether you're um, protesting online, socially, you know, donating, signing petitions, just do whatever you can, you know, to keep to to continue and keep the momentum going because it's important. Um, you know, justice for Shukri, justice for Belly, and for all those that have been direct victims of any form of injustice. Well, you know, we've got to keep the momentum going. This is the time and 
this is the uprising. So a lot of things is happening. So we just got to keep things going, man. And, um, you know, um, there's there's a huge part of me that's proud of what's going on at the minute. Yeah, man, I, I like that you said that, man, because I'm seeing a lot of naysayers and I do get why people might be sceptical, whatever, like, oh my God, like, are people even going to, like, care in two weeks? Bro, if you look at bus boycotts in America, they were, like, for hundreds of days, like, we have to see this thing all the way through and it. And, like, I don't think now is the time for that negative energy, you know. So yeah, we, yeah. we have to keep our yeah. foot on, on, on the gas, keep doing what we're doing. Yes, it feels different. And, of course, the fact that we're in lockdown, corona, et cetera, it does help that because we haven't got the direct distractions of work to, like, make us kind of forget. You know, usually you go to work the next day, it's not in the newspapers, we're on our phones, we're indoors, we're at home. It's a very different time in it. So use that to our advantage and let's see this thing all the way through. And I keep saying, with regards to naysayers online, yo, I don't think what you're doing is really helping what's happening. Rome wasn't built in a day. The injustice with people that look like myself and Vans that have been facing have been happening for hundreds of years. We are a few weeks yeah. in to what's occurring currently. So let's see it all the way through. It may take a month, six months, a year. We just got to do what you got to do. That's just how I feel on it. So straight, straight, yeah, man. Hey, my guy, we're definitely gonna have some, some like I said, some more lighthearted episode. We're gonna get into our bag, but um, this was yeah. this is this was definitely important this week. I want to say a massive. This was needed again. No, it was needed, man. Like I, I even see my guy, bro. They, bro, we need to get in the studio, fam. Enough's enough, in it. Yeah, trust. Shout trust. out, shout out, H. We need to figure this thing out and that. Socially distant, get Solster in there as well. You know, Boris is saying people can pan. We can definitely go and record a podcast in it. So, <laughs> yeah, for sure, for yeah, sure, man. man. I'll be, I'll be I'm looking forward to that. All right, cool. Well, listen, you know where to find us off the cuff pod on absolutely everything Twitter, Instagram, yes. all your social media platforms. The hashtag is hashtag off the cuff pod, off the cuff pod. Sorry, please make sure you rate, you review, you subscribe. You tell a friend to tell a friend, tell a friend to tell a neighbour, tell that neighbour to tell another neighbour and spread that good gospel. I've been false forever. Mr. Vance. Next week. Peace. Black power.